This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. In 2011, in a speech at the Heritage Foundation, Pennsylvania Senator and 2012 presidential candidate Rick Santorum encouraged young Christian conservatives to get involved in the movie business, saying, quote, The problem in the past is that you have these people who create these Christian films. Great message, terrible acting, horrible editing. They are not entertaining, they're preachy. If you entertain them and leave them a good message, people will show up. A mere two years later, Santorum would be named CEO of Echolite Studios, a Dallas-based Christian movie company. Given their output and comparative impact, it seems that if Pure Flix is NBC, Echolite is UPN? Their catalog isn't deep, but includes movies like The Redemption of Henry Myers, The Christmas Candle featuring Susan Boyle's acting debut, (laughs) and a little movie called Hoovy. Hoovy. Here's an excerpt from a review of the film from the Focus on the Family website, Plugged In. By the time Hoovy gets through the opening credits, our titular high schooler seems to have it all together. He's blessed with a loving family, a legion of buddies, and some serious basketball skills. He's the star point guard on his basketball team and has aspirations of playing college ball. He has solid faith and a buoyant optimism. And really, why wouldn't he? No way to see a glass is half empty when it's filled to the brim, right? I'm going to skip to the middle of the review. But no amount of optimism can wipe away the frightening truth. The tumor's got to come out. And even if the neurosurgeon successfully removes it, there's a chance Hoovy could suffer permanent brain damage. Oh, and basketball? Yeah, Hoovy, you should probably dribble that dream away. For the first time since Hoovy got his hand stuck in that vacuum, he's learning that life can kind of suck sometimes. So what's your new game plan, Eric Elliott? (laughs) The film is directed by Sean McNamara whose resume includes faith-inflected movies like Soul Surfer and TV staples of your childhood like That's So Raven, and even Stevens making this an unofficial Disney Channel reunion with Hannah Montana alum Cody Lindley as the title character, Hoovy. Look, there's not a lot here. (laughs) The movie came out in 2014. It's based on a true story. But you knew that if you already watched this for the podcast. You know the real family were people of faith. You know that this kid's name is shockingly not a clumsy portmanteau of Hoosiers and Rudy, although the movie might be. And you know the movie's unifying theme is the crystal clear idea of faith stuff. With the tagline, believing makes it possible, faith makes it real. I don't see how they could have been any clearer. So we watched Hoovy, and we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun. Hoovy. Hoovy. 
Welcome to Good Hoovy Fun. Excuse me. Welcome to Good Christian Hoovy. Excuse me. Welcome to Hoovy Crit. Let me try. Okay. Welcome to Hoovy Hoovy. No. <laughs> Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. And I'm Caroline. And we're here to have a little good Christian fun. fun. Welcome. Caroline, what is Good Christian Fun? Good Christian Fun is a podcast where we uh, talk about Christian pop culture. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Hoovy. Raise your hands. <laughs> Uh, We talk about uh, stuff that Christians make and why do they do it and why sometimes it seems so strange. So strange. Christian music, Christian movies, eventually Christian books, Christian speakers, Christian comedians. There's a crap ton of Christian comedians we we could talk about. Some of them are legit funny. uh, (laughs) I would like to go see it. We should do like a Christian comedy tour. But just watching them. But we're not here to uh, bash Christianity. We are Christians. Technically. Technically, but so, uh, we're also we have not a fondness here. for it. Yeah. We're not here to proselytize to you or make you go to church either. Unless you want to. We're just here. You can <laughs> meet us it's every Sunday. Your choice. Okay, <laughs> Caroline and I will be tweeting out where we're going to church every Sunday from now until church the end meetup. of the <laughs> It's like we schedule a fan meetup, as gross as that sounds. <laughs> it's just at, at church. church. Yeah. Surprise. Come to the 9 a.m. service at. Beep or whatever the church is. It's communion day. Communion day. Caroline, come hungry. Uh, my heart, <laughs> my heart's good. It's been a real lax week at work. Okay. So I've been all over Twitter, uh, curating the best content, trying to work on the my best material for you guys. For you guys, really. This isn't for me. It's do not you, fun for me. Do you see the podcast audience <laughs> as your primary audience now? Uh, as opposed to pre-podcast yeah, audience, my OGs. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, um, they're kind of like, like a, when you tweet, do you a think homogenous of- friendly cloud out there? Oh, good listeners. Isn't it nice to think that <laughs> Caroline it? thinks of you as a cloud? Just like a big anonymous cloud. A beautiful, pleasant cloud. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, how's your fart? Ah, uh, my fart, <clears throat> my heart is pretty good. Listen, I had an encounter this morning. Oh, with the other side? Uh, close, okay. close. So I went to my favorite acai bowl place <laughs> in the heart of Beverly Hills, California, oh although technically kind gosh. of West Hollywood. You're so LA now. And who should be in there but Rob Bell. Oh, yeah. The Ooh. Rob Bell. Rob Bell. Which is what's weird is I was listening to a podcast that he has been on. But that I wasn't listening to his episode. I was listening to to. I was listening to You Made It Weird. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to be like, bro, I'm listening to you. So I I changed it to the episode he was on. (laughs) I was listening to Michael Ian Black and then I changed it to Rob Bell's episode. That's really cute. Because him and Peter Bros, he officiated his wedding. Yeah, that's right. But you know what? I got vibes from this guy where it's like, I think I could approach him, but I didn't want to. Weren't you going to say, like, what the hell's up? I was going to say, how the hell's it going? I mean, how the nothing's it going? Rob Bell became famous for saying there was no hell. I mean, he's famous for other things, but he came out with a book a couple years ago called Love Wins that questioned the existence of hell. Yeah, and that got people real ornery. Yeah, a lot of reformed bros love hating Rob Bell. I have a long pastime of What kind of acai bowl did he get? I mean, I didn't look. Did it look look heavenly? 
it looked helly. <laughs> so he was like, take it back. This looks like nothing to me. <laughs> Although when I did, when I did leave, get rid of this empty bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this guy's bros with Oprah. You know, I just can't. Wait, so you got that, a vibe of like, don't talk to me right now. But You know what? That's just my own insecurity with celeb culture. Oh yeah, because I don't I don't go up to anybody really yeah. unless it's Maria Bamford outside the Apple Store. Oh, yeah, yeah, the night. that was a good one. But otherwise, it's like yeah, I can't do it. Even though it's like I could say, oh, I loved Velvet Elvis, and I read like two of his other books, but I can't uh-huh. be like, you changed my life. So the only move would <laughs> you be you marginally changed my life in a small <laughs> you, amount. You changed my life a little tiny bit <laughs> nine years ago in college. I kind of remember some things <laughs> that you said once. Yeah, or like, and I wasn't going to pivot like, you know, you have a podcast. I too have a podcast, Rob. I'm a little surprised because you are a good network and not in a uh, scuzzy way. Well, not in a scuzzy way is because I don't do it like that. that. (laughs) If if someone said, oh, it's my friend Rob, Kevin, this is Rob. And then the conversation kind of went there. Fine. But I'm not going to like, that's the equivalent of cold calling him or sending like Hmm. glitter mail or something. Like I'm I'm just. Now that's an idea. Now that I could get mine. I'm going to get some branded glitter mail. Although when, when I left the acai bowl place this morning, I did mutter under my breath, farewell, Rob Bell. <laughs> Are you going to explain that? Uh, I think deep cut fans of uh, Mr. Johnny Pipes will know what I'm talking of about. Pastor Wars. Uh, yeah. Look it up. Hashtag farewell, Rob Bell. That is the white evangelical equivalent to buy Felicia, uh, in my humble opinion. But the Caroline... Yes. The episode, this is episode 21. Yeah. This podcast can go out and get a drink <laughs> now on the town. This podcast is going to take a little sip of something. Ooh-ah. It is not I just communion. Virgin champagne. Oh. No drinking. Okay, no drinking. <laughs> do, you, do you feel like we have any listeners that do believe any drinking is a sin? I don't know. I don't. I want to. I don't want to upset them either. <laughs> that was so sincere. <laughs> um, I because I'd be interested to know, like, what? Because yeah. if you don't drink for whatever people, reason, a lot of Christians don't drink yeah. for the reason of like, I don't want to be. Uh, I want to be above reproach. I think is what they'll say. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a buster. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't drink for two years. Yeah. Until uh, Amy Sherman Palladino gave me a margarita in I love that that was like the end of your sobriety. Because what a, what a better turning point, And that's why it was. Because otherwise, I could have gone another two or so years. <laughs> Until another Amy like, came along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If and, it had been Amy Grant that passed you a drink, would you have pushed it away? I think Amy Grant would have passed me a joint, Ooh. not a drink. Shoot. Amy, Amy. That's Wait, did you see her top 10 list of her favorite films last year? No. Number one was... Wait, where did you read this, by the way? It was on her blog. She's got a blog? Her number, her number one movie was oh, Baby Driver. <laughs> damn it. Why can't I sense a setup when it's coming? <laughs> I thought I got so good at this. Episode 21. That was good. The topic is Hoovy. Hoovy? <laughs> His so, name is Hoovy. I know it's disappointing that we're talking about Hoobie. We it was a Maybe long not. Maybe it was this a long is, journey to get here. We're gonna talk about the journey to get here, but before we do that, let's introduce our special guest. We need guest. some help. We need someone who knows what they're doing with us, ladies and gentlemen. You may know him as a writer from the great sitcom The Good Place on NBC. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Tyler Stracely. Yeah. Come on. Come on. 
Come on. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can dab with us. Never done it. Sing your dabs to the dab. Come on, dabby buddy. Dab the dab, dab it, dab it, dab. Doesn't feel good. It doesn't look good on you. Okay. It's not. It doesn't. It's like coffee. It's an acquired taste. You just have to force yourself to do it for a while. Yeah. Let's get that mic up to your up to oh, your yeah, yeah. your Let's, beautiful face, right. bro. Welcome, Tyler. Oh, hi, guys. There he is. Oh, how's that sound? Tyler. Sounds good. Nice okay. and warm. Nice and oh. warm. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for what I would consider to be a roller coaster <laughs> of picking the topic Mixed for this week. Expectations. We oh, gosh, try to yeah. do it as much in advance as possible. Yes. Here's a little peek behind the curtain because Tyler was a part of this process. <laughs> In that he was, you know, a passive part, but he was a victim was of our dragged along circumstance. Our leash. So I thought I was re- I was reading emails and I, I saw an email like Miracles from Heaven, that Jennifer Garner movie that came out two years ago. Yes, I was like, oh, okay, faith based movie. Yeah, great. By the way, we have a whole like really complex Google Doc. We plan way on out, but for whatever reason, mm. this week was a blank. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. It, it was, was weird. weird. It doesn't usually happen like that. It doesn't usually. So Miracles from Heaven. So I watch it a few days in advance because I was trying to get ahead to make clips and then to, you know, because I was doing other stuff. I didn't want to fall behind. And I watched it and parts of it <laughs> were so, for me personally, triggering to oh. watch. Like kind of dark stuff. Um, and also it was a movie that wasn't widely available on streaming services. Oh. It's not on Netflix it's not, you know, we've been blessed, quote unquote, to do movies that are just like up for free on YouTube. Like no one bothers to like <laughs> yeah, check the copyright. Sure. Or, or, or Saving Christmas. But this was like, you couldn't even rent it on iTunes. You had to buy it for eleven ninety nine. What? Really? Oh. oh. I mean, I guess Gosh. you could BitTorrent it, but I don't know if we recommend that. Yeah. So then we're mm-hmm. like, okay, Tyler, we've made a huge mistake. We're switching this to... This movie is way too sad. It's, it's too as if sad. we tried to do Schindler's List. But you know what? <laughs> I, I still want to do it in the future. I just wasn't prepared for it. Okay. I just really... I, I haven't it, watched it yet, so... It really I, caught I'll me off re- guard. I'll have to watch it too. Yeah. I'll send, I'll send it to you. So then we're like, you know what? Let's do Extreme Days. We're living, we're living, we're living in Extreme Days. It's some. It's like if uh, they made Motocross or Johnny Tsunami, but a Christian version, <clears throat> I believe. Like Motocross, but the crosses. Yeah. The cross of Christ. Yeah. <laughs> And I said, oh, you know, it's available up on YouTube, the whole thing. Everyone can watch it, whatever. And I clicked on it, and the quality was so bad that it was almost unwatchable. And I was suspicious <laughs> of that because Kevin has very high standards for his tech. So I was like, how bad but not could that it be? Yeah. <laughs> it, was like, <laughs> it was on a TV, filmed on someone's phone, and then would like jerk away, oh, and no. the audio was delayed. It was bad. We thought we were going to make our audience and Tyler sick if we chose that. Yeah. So then we we <laughs> we all participated. Like, let's just go through Amazon Prime and Netflix uh-huh. <laughs> and see what's available for streaming for everybody. Because yeah. like last week with Prince of Egypt, best case scenario, everyone's familiar with it, but it's also right. it's just, available. It's right. available on Netflix. And we mm. asked you, and you had some good suggestions too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot of TV stuff. I mm-hmm. thought Seventh Heaven maybe. Yeah, Seventh Heaven. We want to get oh, to in the future. Yeah. yeah. You guys Why didn't we do, do seventh, seventh Heaven? Why didn't we? You're coming back for seventh heaven, maybe. <laughs> okay. it's, right. a, it's one of the only shows that's had two series finales, which I think is worth no. noting. Oh, no you know who else loves that show? Who's that? Aisha Mahar. Oh, of course she does. <laughs> so then huh. we landed on Hoovy. Yep. Hoovy. Wait, I want to say it. Hoovy. I've been listening to you guys say it. Hoovy. There's Hoovy. something. Hoovy. I think we have chosen this movie 
purely because of how delightful it is to say it. Yeah, but you know what? No, because we're sending suggestions, and then it was like, watch the trailer. And the thing is, if something is just bad, bad, like the room bad, it it almost because I don't know, it's almost boring. But this was like good enough where it's like, oh, there's real actors in it. Patrick Warburton's uh-huh. a real actor. Yeah, there's Lauren something Hawley, to it. Rick Santorum was involved, yeah. like yeah. for whatever. So there's reason. a lot to a bunch of real people. Yeah. yeah. So that's how we got there. If we're limited to what we can all just stream on Netflix and Amazon Prime, that's going to be a rough go going ahead. So we're trying to figure out, like, do we upload it on YouTube and just wait for it to get taken down? I don't know what to do. I don't know. I don't know what to do, but I want to do Miracles from Heaven, but I don't I don't want you, the listener, to have to pay $12 right. for it. Too much. Even on Amazon, it was $12? On Amazon, it was free if you subscribe to Stars. Oh, oh that's a whole... Right? So it's like... Maybe in like a year when uh, when the cachet on Jennifer Garner comes out, like when her sexual allegations come out, you know? <gasps> no. and, right, and, when it reverses to women. Yeah, yeah. then it's like, then it'll be 99 cents for Wait, sure. Wait, you think it's gonna reverse <laughs> oh, to women? Oh, I think women. that's obviously the trend. <laughs> oh, no. You're like a known men's right activist, <laughs> of right? Of course. Yeah, yeah, Tyler, we picked Tyler as a guest because he's an MRA. <laughs> And we wanted to show the other yes. side of things that we've talked yes. about. And I'm going to leave. So you guys <laughs> yeah, have yeah. a good time. Bye-bye. I know right. you don't want to hear that. Farewell. So. It's like the 46 minute men's rights activist uh-huh. cut of Star Wars The Last Jedi. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, so <laughs> so we've talked a lot. Um, Tyler, thank you for coming thank on this you, journey buddies. with us. And uh, so now we're going to open up the floor to you. Uh, we want to hear your uh, faith story, your story with God, with your church. testimony, your testimony, oh, if you yeah, will. That. Yeah, because okay. you're so, actually the first person we've had on the show who I have known and first met via church. Yes, That's we all went to we other than talk Caroline. A bit about that, yeah. I didn't meet you, but I also went to Reality for a while too. This oh, is Reality okay. LA. So we have a shared sh- church roots. Yeah, yeah, we're all. Um, yeah, we're all. I guess we've term? all graduated from there. Oh, Never. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Would you not go there anymore? <laughs> no, I don't. That's fine. All left I mean, it behind. I shouldn't say graduate. I should say uh, we're alumni. Yeah. I'm oh, alumni. That's well, better. Alumni. And especially because <laughs> it meets at a high school. The metaphor. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, the perfect. That's, that's what I meant. That's why I was saying that. My graduation ceremony that. was so cool. They dumped me in some water. <clears throat> oh, that's true. And I took pictures of this. That's right. I, oh. I took pictures of my, Caroline's baptism, baptism back in 2013. My late baptism. Yeah. Was that at... Yeah, you know, out on the pavement. I I will say Caroline's the only one who did a silly dance after she got (laughs) baptized. I'm not kidding. (laughs) She did. And I got some good pictures. Semi proud of that. Let's demonstrate that. We'll put a link in the show notes. But Tyler, what was what's your background with faith history? How'd you grow up? Yeah, Yeah. okay. Well, I grew up uh, as a baby, I was Catholic, or my family was Catholic, and by water on my head as a baby, I guess I was Catholic too. And then that made me think of you just as a baby Catholic priest. (laughs) Oh, that's cute. cute. That's really cute. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, And then Photoshop that later. Yeah. And then a couple years later, my family kind of decided, no, that's not what we want to do anymore. We're going to go into like more of a Protestant kind of thing. It it started as sort of a little bit of little bit of fire and brimstoney kind of stuff at the beginning. You know, it was just like, oh, this isn't very fun. This is a thing that you have to go to and avoid going to hell. Um, so was that, that a notable noticeable switch for you? Like even as a kid, like, Ooh, this is. Yeah. Different. Yeah. And I remember like being scared a lot. What was the, <laughs> den- uh, what was the denomination? 
Uh, it, it was non-denominational. Okay. Uh, it was Indiana non-denominational. Okay. Ooh, I kind don't know of what an that older means. crowd. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's. They like corn. I'm not sure. They do like corn. I, w- I would true. be. I would be curious as to Thank what you. like because there's so many non-denominational churches now. Mm. I'd be curious as to see what the trend is that they're technically non-denominational, but if they align, it's probably more. Whatever Baptist or Methodist, yeah. like I'd yeah, be curious yeah, as to what yeah. that is. I found often that the non-denominational churches I went to still aligned with like a very mainline, you know, Bible is literal kind of that yes. kind of stuff. You know, whether yeah, 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 it's very literal, very traditional. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, I mean, yeah, corn. We had fall festival instead of Halloween. Let's talk about corn. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have we? Have yeah, I you had corn? harvest festival. <laughs> yeah, we had harvest festival. Uh-huh. Um, we, we've all been youth group. Yeah, we had, okay. Yeah. We had harvest festival. Yeah. And so, and then we moved through like the veggie tales and Kirk Cameron years and things started getting a little brighter and sunnier. Describe the Kirk Cameron and veggie tales (laughs) years because I think that's not a rite of passage for everybody. (laughs) Yeah, sure. But but your exposure to Christian pop culture at that time, were you listening to a lot of Christian music? Were most of your friends Christian? Like how did, how did faith Uh function for you when you were in high school and middle school? It wasn't, it's so funny. Like Christian music wasn't really a part of our culture, but Christian like, TV and movies were a lot oh, like yeah it was I don't like I didn't really deal with jars of clay or any of that sort of thing much <laughs> I didn't I mean, either I don't know do you guys know who Ray Bolts is oh yeah though? okay oh, yeah. so oh, that yeah. is the one thing like my mom loved Ray Bolts mm-hmm. you know we had we had all the left behinds in the house the books the books and the movies yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I think there were multiple I believe right there's there's technically four Left Behind movies or five now because because uh, of the new one or no? well Echo Light made Left Behind the Next Generation. Like what is that Left entail? Behind Babies? Yeah, That's yeah, like cute. literally it's sexy teens running in the woods, like Muppet Babies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's um, a little baby pilot who gets drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Um, okay, so you were you still heavily involved like in junior high and high school and into college and everything or um no not it wasn't even until college really like oh really co- yeah you got co- like into it yeah i was just not i wasn't into it at all during like high school middle school all that but then i met some people who were in like campus crusade and inner varsity in what, college what? oh <laughs> yeah alum. i did i did crew yeah okay. another alum more alum <laughs> i can't stand for crew quite yet <laughs> oh. that's understandable yeah understandable yeah, so I, I, I thought I met I met a lot of cool people yeah. in that who became my friends. And so I was like, oh, this isn't like Jesus hates you and, and like or like is just looking out for whatever sins you're doing all mm-hmm. the time. Like mm-hmm. that 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 wasn't that. So I just kind of felt like it was more of a fun and like nice, you know, group of people. Yeah. And so I was just like, Oh, these are very genuine people. So they kind of became my friends. So, um, so yeah, I did, that was through college. So I didn't, yeah, I didn't enjoy any of it until then, <laughs> but <laughs> that's so cool. That's Where'd like you go the opposite for most people. I went to Ball too. State University. Okay. David Ballers. Letterman went there. Oh. Papa John he, of he. Papa John's Pizza. Oh, all the greats. <laughs> Papa John went there. Papa John. Yeah. He studied pizzaology. <laughs> he did. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Not pieology. No. Yeah. No. Pizzaology. Pizzaology. <laughs> pizzaology. Yeah. Uh, what's your faith relationship now? Is it still friendly or would you say you're kind of like, hmm. No, it's still very yeah. friendly. Yeah. Um, I go. I currently go to a church, uh, the same one Justin Bieber goes to. I'm not saying that that's a 
reason it to go. Again? It's called the City Church. Okay. Church Home. Oh, Beverly I thought he was a Hillsong boy. Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez. He might bounce between the two. Jelena. Wait, is he yeah. polyamorous with his churches? I think he is. <laughs> we need yeah. to have to talk about yeah. that. Well, I met you, Tyler, when because I met you through church friends, but then for a brief moment in time, we were in a men's group together. Oh, MRA. Yeah. Remember that? That was very, very brief. That was like, I think that was like... It was a couple of barely, weeks. Yeah, 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 barely crossing paths. Some iron breakfasts. Iron breakfast. Yeah, that's well, usually what they call. We're like sharpening each other. other. I know what you're talking they call, about. They usually we call sharpen men's breakfast. We sharpen each other. We love to sharpen them. Just you know, like flinch. Oh, you know, just like strike uh, against uh, each knives. other. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I experienced some traumatizing things in that group. <laughs> oh, <laughs> which I can't. Not from you. Love to talk. About. Not from you, but like some things that were, in retrospect, formative in some of my, for yeah. better and or worse. Views on the church and gender roles and cynicism and a lot of stuff. Mm. Wow. I can't wait to talk about it. I would love date. to hear about this. Can I join your men's group? Uh, we can I'm, start over as three. Now, what can you sharpen things? That's a big I, part of being a man. Is well, sharpening. my hands are so weak; it's right. hard to hold stuff. Right. Height so I, is I, that important? I think you've got your answer. Oh, all right, but. I'll go to the Play-Doh group. <laughs> yeah, oh. anything where you can just barely have to touch anything. Soft I like these very esoteric uh, gender roles we have. No, no, I don't, yeah, I don't like how I'm being Men established. Men are knives <laughs> and women are Play-Doh. Yeah, we all know we it. We all know it. No, Cliches no. are true for a reason. I'm reversing my image right now. I, want, I respect <laughs> oh, yeah. all women. <laughs> all women? Oh, well... All women? Yes. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, do you respect her? I do, you know. Okay. I think all women are great. <laughs> that was a tough one. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I think that, I think place. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's sort of my kind of journey. And yeah, so I, I feel like yeah. I'm pretty still, I'm still in it. Cool. Yeah, know? but how, how does it function for you now? Like, do you mm. feel like it, it guides your life? Would you say you're still technically a Christian, but still questioning? Mm. What, what's your status? No, I, I think it's still pretty strong. Um, I will admit that a lot of my, like looking at it from now versus when I moved to LA six years ago, I would say so many things have changed in the way I view things in relation to my faith. Mm -hmm. Like things that I thought were wrong before that I don't actually really think are wrong anymore. Mm -hmm. or, or like placing too much value in one area or like, oh, these sins are worse than these sins. Like I think I've like really chilled out on a mm -hmm. lot of things. Totally. And I think that what I've kind of come out of it as is being like I'm not like an angry person or I'm you know I'm like I just feel like I am able to like love everybody and like not not feel like I have like like the Bible's telling me to judge people yeah or, or like sort them out somewhere. yeah exactly it's yeah. like and, the, and there's like it just feels very like freeing to to be like oh I know where I stand you know I know yeah. where I'm at and like I don't f I, I feel good I think now I want to talk to you about um because you are on the writing staff of The Good Place, yes. which is a show that deals much in the way of religion yeah. and ethics and things of that nature. Yes. I would Correct me if I'm wrong, but I would make the assumption that you're probably the only Christian in the writer's room of that show. It's true. So do they look to you for a lot of like, how does a, you know, what does the Bible say about this stuff? I mean, I assume they're all smarty pants in there. It's yeah. like yeah. the greatest people in there. Yeah, well, a couple things. The first thing is, Mike, sure, who is a wonderful man who created the show, initially kind of set out to do a lot of religious stuff for the show when we first started it. Like but how then, so? like, he, he wanted it to kind of 
be talking about different, we wanted to talk about the different religions and like explore those things a little bit more, but mm-hmm. completely kind of turn to the other side to where, oh, we're just going to talk about ethical things, which are things that sort of apply all around. And we're not talking about just, just like, you know, Buddhists or Christians or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it kind of takes that out of the whole conversation, Interesting, yeah. which I think has been good because it's sort of not alienating anyone. Yeah. yeah. No one feels antagonized. By exactly. That. I'm yeah. sure it like frees you up to like play with more things too. Than oh, a hundred percent. It's fun. Yeah. It works very well for television because there's endless like ethical things to talk about. Endless like books to pull from and like mm-hmm. philosophers and, and all those kinds of things. Mm. Um, there's a lot of that in religion too, and we do pull stuff from that as well, but it's not a thing where I, no one I've, I've ever really seen feels attacked by the show. That's actually dealing with like life and death and afterlife and heaven and right. hell and who's what's a god figure like and all that. You know, yeah. people like to be very divisive about that, but I don't. I haven't seen much of that. Yeah, this, you can so. feel really protective, especially like if certain like characters are depicted. Like, yeah, the archangel or Jesus. Exactly, or those kind of and things. we do and, have those kinds of characters. Yeah, and he so. turns into a roach. I think. <laughs> Oh, the yeah. Archangel does, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. But that's, that's yeah, like canon Christianity. I'm sure that was you kind of brought that to the that's table. That's all me, all Just me. like, <laughs> hey, everyone in the church, we're always talking about this guy. Yeah. We it gotta be, be clear. It'd be funny if you, if they were all bad at research and you just told them stuff like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, a lot of scholars say Jesus was an alien. They're like, oh, okay, sounds legit. <laughs> uh-huh. Right, right, right. That Communion right. is usually pizza from my experience, but, right. you know, if we want to be bad yeah. book. Uh-huh. Usually the hardest thing to make into CGI is what we like to go with to make our, that team <laughs> feel like, sure you know, so make their job heavy comedy really, make yeah. them to feel exactly. valued right <laughs> very much so we like yeah that's awesome so is religion still an active part of the discussions in it's the room? it like, is a little bit but i would say it's not not a whole lot yeah. a very small percentage of it is um mm-hmm. and uh and i think that's good and fine and i don't think that like i don't really bring up my religious beliefs right because firstly i don't think that matters as much uh but also it's it's it just seems like you know the show also we know what we're doing now it's like it is about ethics it is about these characters and their relationships with one each one another mm-hmm. and uh yeah we sort of like have a groove in there yeah it's so, not so much of like what does christianity think about exactly this yeah and we still do sometimes apply. bring that up and there are things that we've pointed out before in episodes such as like pointing out where you know, people have felt like like Chick-fil-A has been, you know, ha- has not had a great view of like gay people or whatever. Like, and they, and I see a Chick-fil-A thing. <laughs> oh, Kevin, <laughs> you should put some masking tape on. Yeah, Kevin oh, has an enormous now. Chick-fil-A cup next it's time. It's enormous. It's a normal large cup of ice. <laughs> Chick-fil-A reverse that decision. I think we're good. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it's like uh, if they, they want to, just put in a, a line or whatever about something they felt it was like was an injustice, you know, or something yeah. that like something to talk about, you know, or something the characters would talk about. Like it wouldn't even have to be any of our views, but like what would Eleanor have to say about Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. you know? And so then that kind of opens up more of a fair discussion. So everyone can kind of have their side in that. Yeah. It's funny because I mean, a couple of the writers also enjoy Chick-fil-A. So it's like <laughs> kind of split down the middle in terms of how much Chick-fil-A we all How eat, much we're going to root for it or not. I think the good place as a writer's room is cool. You're the only writer I've ever known to work there. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, but I think that's a cool example in a rebuttal to 
probably what a lot of us grew up with in the sense of how Hollywood would function, and especially persecution narratives of, oh, well, that's Babylon, and if you go there, they're going to spit you up yeah. and, you know, yeah, eat you up and spit you out. Yeah, or they hate Christians, yeah. and they're out to, like, shut us down. It's, and, yeah, it's, it's like, no. that's a great point. I think that's 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 a really... That's a huge assumption that people have. It's a, it's a major one I had before I got out here. Really? Yeah. I was like, I don't think that I'm going to be welcome anywhere, you know, as long as like if people know I'm a Christian. Oh, yeah. But uh, I've not felt like that. But also, also there is something to, uh, when you're assistant, you don't need to like talk about it all the time. To, that's, you, that's know, just... you know, you're just not in a position to like do, like as if you're not in a position to pitch stories. You sure. know, it's just kind of like no sort of like feel out how because you were are. you were a writer's assistant on exactly. parks and rec for how many years uh i was there the last season as like yeah. a script before that i was like a pa yeah so uh so i had a lot of like pa experience too where mm-hmm. and that's just yeah so yeah. you learn from that like how to be and like you kind of just know you should know how to be a as a person too, where you're, yeah. you're not like that's oh. just workplace stuff too. It is beyond it, it, yeah, like, yeah. oh, don't bring it up on a set. It's or all yeah, yeah, it's all very common sense, but at yeah. the same time, you do learn that if people have different views than you, no one hates you, right. and you don't yeah. hate anyone else. Like yeah, it's, I've it's talked about this before, way. but I used to think like I would tell someone a Christian, and they would like attack me or like <gasps> question me right away, uh-huh. and most often the reaction was like for you you know yeah. like and then it kind of ended there and yeah usually the worst thing is they don't care yeah and, and it's like fine. oh man that really takes the wind <laughs> yeah, out of your witnessing usually the worst sales. Case scenario yeah. yeah but it's cool that people of different face or, or lack of face could come together in a pluralistic mm-hmm. writer's room yes like and it's good cool place. and i'm yes. glad that like to you feel like oh i was respected and also like i said what i need to i don't need to like Make sure we're exactly. uh, getting my faith in here and getting it right. And right, yes. Shoving it in. This may totally. be a sidebar, but do you feel like working on the show has at all shaped or changed your perspective on ethical things in your own life? Absolutely. Really? Be, yeah, honestly. It's like, well, like, like if you think about things like the trolley problem, which we did a whole episode about oh, right, yeah. this season, where if you're, it's it's it, like we had a, a, a guest professor speak to us about that problem mm. and how it's a problem because no one has really solved it. Explain the trolley problem. So the, tr- the trolley problem is like you have like three people on one track and then you have one person on the other track. And so it's like, but you're, you're on like a runaway trolley. And so which, tr- and you have to like make a decision like, oh no, the trolley is going to hit either three people or one person. Mm -hmm. But like what makes it any more right to kill one person versus three? You're still killing. Yeah. Because that's your first go to is like, well, less life gone, you know, it's better. But then it's like, wait, but that's still life. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, why does that person's life matter less than the the total of the three? Mm -hmm. You know, so it's just like it's things like like that that just kind of make you think about like what you know, what do I what do I think is like ethically right? And also like how do my beliefs make the decision for me for like mm. is that, you know, what's you know, what's right or wrong in any of these ethical situations? So it's been interesting to look at like all those examples of things and like things you don't think about yeah. that you've not thought about before. And do you have like a random life example that brought that up? Like I was at Starbucks and I had the chance to take There were two dogs. A cinnamon dulce latte. <laughs> oh, you know, <laughs> This I feels will, specific to your experience. It does. And I'm trying to get some help. Okay. <laughs> I will say, uh, weirdly, the thing about the show that has sort of shaped me or changed me is mm-hmm. like we talk about things like Mike's infamous uh, uh, jumping off point for the beginning of the show is like 
don't be the jerk who's turned the fourth car turning left. Like and, and like in terms of like driving in LA, like when the thing is like turning <laughs> oh, yeah. red, yeah, 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 yeah. and like oh, right. all these cars are gonna come at you. Like like why do you have to be that jerk? And like and like why do you have to be the jerk who throws the coffee can down or coffee cup down and doesn't like pick it up? Or mm-hmm. like why can't you like give a second to like say hello to someone? It's just mm-hmm. like things that are just like common nicenesses and decency like types of things mm-hmm. that I think like I I'm like oh I am kind of a jerk and and my principles don't really back up why i'm acting like that because yeah. i'm tired because i'm you know like i worked hard today or you know i'm hungry like that's you know it's like i think about more of those kinds of things because we've yeah. talked about those on the show as well that's so cool and how eleanor's whole journey is to become a better person like what it means to become a better person right so I feel yeah. like that's most often when I'm a jerk, when I'm assuming, like, this won't, like, really affect anybody, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, like, but really, I'm saying, like, well, it won't be tracked back to me. Right. Or I'm such a drop in the bucket <laughs> that, like, how could it matter, you know? I love The Good Place, by the way, genuinely, and I'm not just, that's uh... Great. Oh, what a terrific show. Polishing your head. Excuse me? <laughs> I couldn't think of a good... Oh, no, I meant to make it not a suggestion, <laughs> right, yeah. and it came no, up you late. Made it polishing. You made it oh, God. Hard. Polishing your shoulder? Yeah, Mary, Is that the least? No. no. Polishing that worse? your shoulder? I don't know. Uh, what is it? Uh, 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 buttering your bread. Buttering your bread. Oh, that yeah. also yeah, yeah, is yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. It's all weird. Your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> it's all weird. It's all I love the show weird. is what I'm trying to say. That's uh, great. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, should we dive in to the topic at hand? Hoovy. Hoovy. Come on, let's go. Hoovy. <laughs> That's it. That's Hoovy. all we get. It's over. <laughs> so it came out. It's over. I, it came out either 2014 or 2015. There's differing accounts really? of when it what? might be. Well, yeah, because yeah, I, I think it's this, this is like Mariah Carey's age. Yeah, it's the same thing <gasps> as Mariah Carey's age. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought. I'm research. It might be helpful. For the listener, I mean, it's on Netflix. Let's just say this right now. Uh, let's just go around the horn without even giving a roaster toast. Do you think it's worth it for the listener to watch this movie? Yeah. Yeah? What say you, Tyler? I do. I think so, too. You do? Yeah. So I think if you're on the fence about it, Look, it's on Netflix. You don't have to, <laughs> you got nothing rent to it for four ninety nine. You can like, you like be God's on your phone dead. at the same time. You, you know? can totally be on your sure. phone. At the same I was time. for a good Confirmed. chunk. Truth yeah, be told, you'd be playing two dots or Candy uh-huh. Crush. <laughs> so this is the this is the trailer for Hoovy, which might give give us all a little bit context, a little bit of context for the movie. Extremely. Hey, you ready? Am I ready? Old man's gonna take your little fanny to hoop school. Uh-huh. His voice. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, he's very iconic. Uh-huh. It's... I lead our high school to the state finals after we win. I like the explosions in the, the sky knockoff music. In my uh-huh. first year, that's my plan. Oh, ain't nothing terrible gonna that's happen today. Plan. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I've got 15 uniforms. Every one of them's available. Welcome to Let's Night see Court. Who wants them. Yeah. Spoiler. Yeah. Don't go to sleep. You gotta stay that away. truck scene. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Our dear Lord. It's a brain tumor, isn't it? We're gonna get there. I, I can't. <laughs> he goes so Am simple, Jack, after he gets I, I don't know how to talk about, about this. That's official. <laughs> yeah. I am there. <laughs> I am there. Why is this no. happening, coach? I will never let you 
Every eight this song was written by the director. I'm like, straight line again. Here it comes. Sorry, mom. You and dad didn't sign up for this. Don't you ever say that again. I will kill you. Dr. Seuss and training wheels. That's what we're going to do. May take a while, but we're back on this team. Word is, you take one good lick, you're done. So take your best shot. Maybe I want a shot myself. Some college looking at me too. A team is a group of individuals <laughs> united in the pursuit of a goal. He's just reading the dictionary. This is best summarized <laughs> in a two-letter pronoun. We! 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 Our They're just doing an impression of a pig. We, 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 we. Believing makes it possible. I oh, yeah, that. Mary Swanson. Yeah. It's a weird wraparound. Uh -huh. It's a whole framework that yeah. we're inside. <laughs> I forget it you every forget. time. Like 20 minutes in, she <laughs> says something. Oh, it's not what happens to you. It's what you do with it. Oh. Hoove. Hoove, you sent it home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I recommend people watch this. I don't recommend watching it alone, per se. If you watch yeah. it with a buddy, watch it's, it. It's frankly like pretty good on the Christian movie scale. Um, well, come, oh, we've done Saving Christmas. We've done Left Behind. We've done okay. Fireproof. We've yeah. done Prince of Egypt. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just want to say that, you know, like it, it, you want to you wanna shoot your TV, but you will be like, well, that's a choice they made. <laughs> It's it's very I, I was I thought it was so interesting when they they didn't talk about anything faith related for a long time for a long I was not time. expecting it took a while that. to get into this it. This was in the faith and spirituality section of it Netflix, was? and I was like, well, where's my Jesus yeah. stuff? <laughs> That's the thing of this movie. So going back to what Santorum said, where it's like they're too preachy, where it's yeah. like what? I don't know, like talking about other Christian movies that aren't Echo Light well, Studios. He's joints. right for one. He is right, <laughs> yeah. but I find the solution here to be <laughs> like too subtle Lacking. puzzling yeah it really puzzling. is it's like, what did they fill it in with uh yeah uh, so so a quick synopsis of the movie it's based on a true story there's they a real guy named hoovy there's a real guy named hoovy hoovy can you believe it <laughs> hoovy which you know i i actually appreciate they did um i thought it was really cool in the movie they they did give a shout out to like they made a cool pop culture reference when when he introduced himself because there's a new kid that comes into town uh -huh. and I thought like oh this is actually pretty smart because here's here's the line here's what Hoovy says. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Hoovy. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty. That was shrewd cool. I liked that he them. did that. Right. It was a nice reference. Controversial, but it was cool. Yeah. So a true true story. This kid he he gets he has a brain tumor. And he's in high school. He's in high school. Although I think in real life the kid might have been thirteen, or he was he was younger than high school. So yeah. like, there's some liberties, but who cares? Yeah. Hmm. Um, <laughs> it, Not accurate. He, he, <laughs> we got a real hoof head over here. So yeah. all of the it's the facts that are off. <laughs> it's getting hot and hoovy. Hot and hoovy. <laughs> you remember that Ben Stiller movie, Hoovy Waits? Good movie. <laughs> oh good gosh, movie. this could really. What? <laughs> Um, I'm over it. <laughs> over it. <laughs> no, sorry. Okay, so the kid is in high school. He he has a tumble during basketball practice or something. Like Scarlet. Yeah, and then they uh, and they do a scan and they find out he had a big tumor at like the base of his skull or the top of his spine, right back, right back there. And uh, 
that's not good. So uh, his basketball career was maybe, you know, gone. And I don't think he was particularly good. <laughs> but no. I'm not clear. Or, and I don't know if that's true in real life where he's like, he's the star player. He played in college. So yeah. okay. he was that good. So anyway, so, so, my uh, brother. I'm like, so they find <laughs> that. <laughs> no shade to Kyle Porter. Uh, oh, and then uh, then they had to like rush him to the hospital. And this is in the movie. And this is true. Like that they really did get stuck in like a snow drift in the truck. And they did have three lumberjack angels. Yes, we'll get to that. <laughs> okay. Um, and then uh, they got to the hospital and then they had to remove the tumor. And they did. And it was successful. Spoiler. But um, but then he like lost a lot of his cognitive cognitive. I lost. Did mine. you? <laughs> oh, it's gone. no. Hoovy? Hoovy. You look you look at your hands are turning into little hooves. <laughs> I'm, I'm like spinning a basketball on him too. <laughs> oh no. Um so he loses his ability to play basketball and to walk and he's like, talking even and so it's like a it's and then it's just a long recovery It's a stretch. rehab montage sex yeah. real long. And yeah. then eventually he plays basketball again. Yeah, did and I cover it all? I mean, yeah, I, I, you got, you got all you need to know for this movie. His dad's it, a firefighter, which Christians love. Making oh, dad a oh, firefighter, it felt a cop, like pandering oh, to your base, yeah, or like a it, welder. It is, it is. It <laughs> yeah. wasn't necessary. Nothing happened with it, right? Yeah, but they show like a sequence where he saves. There was a people. very expensive firefighter scene. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Know they why had they money did. for this. Like this movie looked. All yeah, right. It looked did. fine. Like, Although they didn't have enough money because I was reading into the real Hoovy story and the sister, like months after they found his tumor, got spinal meningitis <gasps> and oh, also true, like yeah. lost her mind and had to learn how to read and speak again. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. And so they That's just... That's Hoovy too. Yeah, she's a little Hoovy. And they <laughs> Ho- like... Hoovy too. And the director days. said yeah, we didn't I'm have saying. enough money to do her story too, so we cut it. Oh! <gasps> Wait, okay, wait. No. But they gave her a very strange subplot. Uh, of what? Of her, like, running career, Okay, it was yeah. in the beginning of the movie, she says she wants to quit running to go be in plays. <laughs> and then right. they just totally dropped that. I totally forgot about that. Like, that, she's... <laughs> that really triggered in me a lot of memories of the relationship in Texas between, like, the arts and oh, sports and the like hierarchy. Theater My parents were always great. They weren't like, no. Yeah. No, so mine's gonna dance around. Like, they, they never did that. But um, there yeah. was definitely a priority there, right. which they express. So, that was sad, and I would, I would be like, if I was that sister, I would feel really sad, like that this whole tragedy is right. just his tragedy. Oh, it's about Hoovy. And they I just like wrote was, her out. I thought it was a time issue because it's not like, yeah. I don't know what budget you need to depict <laughs> spinal <laughs> meningitis. Like yeah. unless you're doing a you're CSI doing, shot. Yeah, you're, you're showing the spine. it in two scenes. Yeah, yeah two you screens. do the hospital same day. Right. You know. Recovery, I, just have them stand next to each other and do it. Yeah, it is yeah. like dueling hoovies. One, one, dueling Oh, uh, you know, got them Hoovy dueling hoovies. Hoovy <laughs> on hoovy. <laughs> now, I, <laughs> I will say the movie is mercifully 90 minutes long. It's not a two-hour yeah. movie. The whole stakes of the movie, of the hoovy, why don't they call this a hoovy movie and a nod to <laughs> one of the greatest Disney right. movies of all? Movie. Or an extremely hoovy movie. Go to the hoovy theater. <laughs> <laughs> we could do this all night. But I didn't like the stakes of it because the stakes were you have an injury and a sig- like a, you have a medical condition. Right. But you like doing sports. But it's wise for you not to do the sports because you could die. Yeah. And so the big faith leap, it's not like, you know, I got to save my marriage or I got to save Christmas. It's like, well, I want to do sports. 
So I'm going to put my life in danger. I want to do like high school right. level high JV school. team. This is high school. Yeah, like sports. there's no money writing in it. Although there is a lot of class stuff. Like they have to sell like the, what yeah, was it? Yeah, that's true. The, I thought they could have gone more into that. Yeah. Like the how goats have a miscarriage and oh, they, that, yeah. they have to sell the foals. Yeah. The foals have a miscarriage. Was that a metaphor for something? Because it mm. just seems strange that they're, 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 Animals are dying. Yeah. For, oh, maybe so. I don't know. If maybe it it's like something. a job metaphor. You Could know, be, like yeah. maybe it's one of God's of plagues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they do reference be Job. In the movie. Mm. Um, speaking of the faith references, we could talk about the angels. The angels. Okay. Well, I, I want to back it up a little bit. The I'm movie sorry. is all framed by Lauren Hawley playing, you know, the Mary Swanson from Dumb and Swanson? Dumber. Swansonite. Yeah. So, so she opens the movie with a kind of TED talk, which, you know, the, the beginning and ending of your movie generally... Like, there's this phrase, the ending is the conceit. And I think that's true at the beginning, too. It's an invitation. This is what the movie's going to be about. Uh I found this, too. I mean, I labeled this inexplicable opening monologue. (laughs) Sometimes I wonder if my life really didn't begin until I had my first child. Ooh. Ooh. And everything else was just training. The same mirror what a bummer. plays out every day all over the world. Not just a baby being born. It's a family. What? Okay. Yeah, what does that mean? Not just a baby <laughs> just being a born, baby. it's a family. It's a family being born? Well, like, I it's guess. not like especially profound. Because no. I, I just feel like, and again, the solution isn't be preachier, but I feel like this movie doesn't really know what it's trying to say on any level other well, than like ha- have faith but but believe if you believe in something like there's so many moments where it's happen. like this is the point of the movie and the music swells in a way where it's like oh yes i i am as an audience uh-huh. member to understand like this is what it's actually about right but then the phrases are are these like cockamamie like fortune cookies as written by someone <laughs> with, with dyslexia uh-huh. who, who's like i don't know what they're trying to say yeah. Right. It it's, was ran just, through a Google translator and then back. Yeah, it just <laughs> yeah. lands so flat. Yeah. Well, and also the the conference or like the thing she's speaking at is for her like uh what's it called? Uh those marketing schemes. Like a, a pyramid, pyramid scheme? scheme? Pyramid scheme, uh multi-level marketing, that's what it is. Okay. Um because that's what she does now. She sells like uh vitamin supplements, I think, and they like regain their like <gasps> home back and everything, oh, which is no. fine. People do that, Wait but a just to like so she to make, mom does a pyramid yeah, and that's, she's using and so that's, his story for that. So that's yes, and she will bring him out as a family <gasps> at those like conferences. Wait a minute. Hoovy H O O V. Turn the V upside down. It's a pyramid. <laughs> oh, and Illuminati. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So wow. that, when I when I heard that too, and I heard that, like and that's where she's doing her inspirational speech, like no knocks, like go get go get your money, like do your job or whatever. But I was like, that also makes this fall even more flat in my mind too. <laughs> yeah, because the movie is interspersed with her narration, which we are to take is happening on the stage. Although yeah. when it happens in narration, it's clearly like a sound booth. You but... keep forgetting she's a narrator. Yeah, you you're jar- you're suddenly like, oh my god, there's a person there's talking because forty minutes like, go by, and no, no one narrates. A woman? I don't remember. I yeah. want to <laughs> talk about names for a little bit. I want to talk about 
uh, Hoovy and Daddy Hoovy's names for each other for a hot sec. Make me laugh, big boy. Oh my god. Big boy. Oh my god. I'll tell you what, little Pinto. <laughs> Old man's gonna take your little fanny to hoop school right here and now. Your little fanny. You can't. Okay, I think Patrick Warburton is a good actor. Like he's good in Lemony Snicket. Patrick he's Warburton good in should guy. have been John Hamm. Like he's very handsome. He's almost John Hamm. He's Hamm-ham. got a great voice, yeah. but somehow he ended up like a a joke or just you know like a funny guy. I don't think he's a joke. I think Putty's like a real. Like that's a stone around your neck for the rest of your life. I mean, he's done great. Like he's not Family Guy. Yeah, he he's did fine. He did Rules of Engagement for seven years. Oh right, yeah. he has more money right. than. But any yeah, of but us like will. watching me, I was like, he's good. Yeah. Why is he only doing voice work? But the voice is just <laughs> never not like it's every, so iconic. That they should have done someone else's is, voice. Yeah. him acting just another dumb. voice. Well, it, to the point where like when he prays, it sounds like a joke. For all of you guys, we're grateful, dear Father. This sweet, food sweet, to our use sweet. and us to thy service. Amen. <laughs> That's a Family Guy cutaway. Do you guys have a Patrick like. Warburton impression? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's gonna be a uh, real good. Uh, you gotta get it low. There you go. No. Yeah, I, I can't do it without the register. Low. We're gonna have to take that downtown. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I can only think of uh, oh. Brock Samson from Venture <laughs> Brothers. Did you guys ever watch that show? No. That's me. No. Okay. Um, Father, we thank you for all that you do. He does call his dad Big Boy. Big Boy. More than once. And Little Pinto. Oh, it happens in the key scene of the movie. Yeah, at the very end. Yeah. Did you see that left move, Big Boy? Yeah, I saw Pinto. (laughs) This is a touching love story now. Hot. (laughs) Yeah. Nice fanny. Guys, they have chemistry. (laughs) I will say too. Left move, big boy. The the father and the daughter kind of have chemistry too. Yes. And they go on a date. You want to be in the play? I didn't even know you tried out. I know. John, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Hmm. That depends on the make and model of aforementioned vehicle. Well, I don't make enough to get your Porsche. I'm not sure what aforementioned means. I mean, yeah, I love how he doesn't know that. Explain it to me. <laughs> aforementioned. Not hard. Yeah, he's a moron. <laughs> Maybe I'll even shave. And he'll shave. Like his oh. register is such where. Yeah. It's, I, I was troubled by that. It's a wooing voice. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think he can help it. Oh, you think it's like a Jeff Goldblum thing where it's like he doesn't oh. even mean to flirt, but he just kind of <laughs> yeah, is all the time. Maybe. Accidentally sexy. Happens to me too. Mm. Okay. And then, right? In adi- oh, sure, okay. you're married. Uh, in addition to <laughs> Pinto and Big Boy, let's talk about Hoovy. Hoovy, yeah. Oh, the, the name. Man oh, it's so great. The origin, by the way, unfortunately, I find him to be the weakest link in the movie, He's, acting-wise. There's nothing going on in that character. Man. I was perplexed because he's, <laughs> he's not just like it's this is not like what we've seen in other movies where it's like oh yeah the church put on a movie and it's actually kind of cute that they all came together and did like a pageant yeah you know like there's something about fireproof <laughs> like that is skit yeah like that right. that's kind of like admirable and cute that literally no one's really an actor besides kirk cameron yes but these are like these, these are all are, actors they're actors glenn morsher the doctor is a great actor he's mm-hmm. on the west wing he was landry's dad on friday night lights good. Mm. he's good like everyone's good uh-huh. yeah this guy in the center of it that and especially for what he has to do where this is this is all the ingredients of an oscar bait role which is like (laughs) based on a true story a real person who has at least in this movie a temporary disability Uh but he was a golden boy yeah so 
And so let's listen to the origin of the name. Oh. Which takes about 20 minutes before Oofy. we know what it means. Yep. So I, for yeah, a while, you're just like, well. oh, I guess he's just Hoovy. Yeah, just we're all we're we need to know. Hoovy's going to do what a Hoovy's going to do. Amy Lynn? Is that you? Oh, Amy Lynn. You're bigger. Taller, I mean. Well, I am a sophomore. Why is it just last year you were She's like 25. <laughs> nice glasses. Hey, can I ask you something? Um, sure. Why does everybody call you Hoovy? I got my arm stuck in a Hoover vacuum cleaner when I was three. Oh. You laugh. Do you know how traumatic that was? No, 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 and then no. getting stuck with a name like this. Some damaged goods, kid. Eric's better. It has more gravitas. 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 And that's going to be something that comes back later in a gravitas. big way. And he talks to Scooter. Scooter. I, I thought he was going to be like, gravitas. I, love- I want to grab that ass. Oh, that would have but been he didn't great. say that. Amy Lynn he is did not, not that kind of girl. Because he respects women. Right. She's a good, no personality, blonde, cute girlfriend. Perfect, okay? yeah. Just perfect. It does, Amy Lynn is a like a, a, a conservative, white, evangelical man's dream like, girl. Yeah, it's a Proverbs 31 girl, <laughs> yeah. if I've ever seen her. Yeah. Hair always curled. Blonde. Always she leaves positive. the scene when the man needs her to. <laughs> she shows up to make him look cute. Yeah, yeah so the guy that plays Hoovy was on Hannah Montana. He played Hannah's boyfriend for a while. For a little bit. Oh, um, long arc? I think so. It's on at least eight he's episodes. Like a crush. Yeah. For, I don't know. I used mm. to watch Hannah Montana a lot. I oh. liked it. Uh, but uh, I don't know. He's supposed to be like a guileless goof. Cuck. Or, or, <laughs> <laughs> or like a really nice homecoming prince. In this movie. Kind of guy. Yeah. It's right? very Unclear. I mean, Unclear. I couldn't. I couldn't figure it out. Sometimes a little bit of a southern accent. Sometimes a little like southern. It, it just didn't ever make a choice. You know who did make a choice? Scooter. 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 Did I love Scooter? What's up? What's with the rims, dog? Yeah. Just Josh. <laughs> there, there is a, a line that if I was the kid on the receiving end of this, I would say this is a nightmare. I'm, I'm leaving I'm this town. Here. Listen to the combination of words in this line. Donovan, I'm Hoovy. This is Scooter. Welcome to normal. <laughs> I'm Hoovy. This is Scooter. Scooter. Welcome to normal. And Donovan, Do- that kid that played Donovan was perfect. He was just like, fuck this yeah, all the he, time. And I loved it. That was his true <laughs> view of the movie. Yeah. He had a voice like Cuba Gooding Jr.'s voices now, which is like very kind of worn and weathered and scratchy. Mm. What are you doing here anyway, man? You could play anywhere. Why would you pick this hick town? I didn't pick it. So what happened? Donovan. Stupid stuff. Mm. What? Somebody got killed. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know. I forgot. No. <laughs> no follow-up. Stop it either. No follow-up. We never go get more of that. No, but... But, all right. Hoovy is one thing. Doesn't Hoovy say, "Did you do it?" Yes. That, so Hoovy's a racist. Yeah, Hoovy immediately assumes he, like, he's like, you, "Oh, you did this." He said, killed him." He, Donovan's like, "Somebody got killed." Hoovy immediately, "Did you do it?" I don't know if that presumes race. I think it because my first thought was like, "Oh, maybe he lost a parent, you know, or something like in an accident." Yeah, somebody got killed. The first thing I'm not going to assume is you killed <laughs> yeah, somebody. Like, you, my young peer, my teen <laughs> okay, friend, I see that, you I see killed that. him. <laughs> yeah, but I get I, I, he's like this 
foil to him and he's just supposed to be like a troubled kid yeah it's who like kind of is really mean to a very uh like in pain boy it doesn't make right. a lot of sense in like, pain yeah, boy. He's got a tumor. He's got i know because even when he like head. falls on the ground and like is like suffering the kid's still like mm, yeah he's no, like who i hate you who yeah he's like I I hate your tumor. Gonna, i'll push you yeah, yeah so so potty's at the practice when that happens and then he's they're like get an ambulance no the ambulance is gonna take too long i'll take him and then you see a very CGI'd scene of Putty racing him to the hospital. They CGI'd all that snow. Like it was 82 Did degrees really? outside. I was yes. going to say, also, it. very crazy change in weather yeah. in between the what director, we've seen before and what we saw then. A uh, little trivia on that. The director was, uh, they were at a field and it was a green field. And he was like, ha, ah, green screen built right in. We'll make it snow. Oh, I'm not so kidding. Cool, Mr. They made all McNamara. The... Wow. So, so this is the scene. Tech. They they get they drift because they're going real fast. They slip on the ice. They get stuck in a ditch. Yeah, and Hoovy, by the way, is like, ooh, he's like going down. Yeah, yeah. his nose not is good. bleeding. His nose bleeding. And it is a situation. This is based on the true story where they're like, we got stuck in a ditch, and then you know. All of a sudden, we got pulled. We got out of there like we were pulled by a Mack truck or something. It was kind of miraculous. So that was the true story. Yeah. So how it translates in the movie is that they get stuck in the ditch, and then out of the 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 white horizon, three men appear. Mm-hmm. They're just like need a hand. Yeah. And they push them out of the 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 snowbank or the ditch or whatever, and then Putty turns on. He's like, "Thank you." And then there's no one there. So we're to presume that they are like angels, guardian angels. Yes. Mary Swanson has some voiceovers to that. Oh effect. yeah, the narrator jumps in. You're like, oh, oh she. Oh gosh. Ah. So <laughs> she's back. So this is b- that one was of the most like faithful overtly. Moment of the movie. Can I? And that's a real story. I thought that was like they tried. You know, it was good. And I, I, I weirdly have a very similar story to that. <gasps> Tell it. That's why I was so shocked this scene was in the movie and why I didn't balk at it like crazy. Because yeah. you were in a blizzard and you helped push a truck out of the snow and so, ran away. Yes, very similar. <laughs> really? We were, I was on a road trip to a theme park called Cedar Point. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. I've been to Cedar You've Point. You've been to Cedar Point. Yeah. yeah. It's very fun. Yeah. But we were driving there and my little baby sister was eating a Triscuit. This is. Uh-oh. Yeah, oh, I see where this is going. You know where this is going. So, she like, liked a triscuit, <laughs> which is just just chop choppy wheat that no one should be. No, your mouth will shreds bleed. your mouth. Yeah, she's she's like two or three, maybe no. no, I think maybe younger. But she starts choking on this, and we are in farmland. Oh no! And we stop the car, and my parents are like panicking, and then this guy comes out of nowhere and freaking saves her life. Just gave her the Heimlich like, did whatever he needed to do. I don't even remember because my parents, I was so young, I was like six Mm -hmm. or seven. So, my parents, I remember, put us in the front while this was happening. I just remember them like freaking out. And then, like, my mom said that was an angel because we don't know where he went. He's gone. He disappeared. Yeah. We have a similar story in my family, too. What? Really? (laughs) Wait, why do I have any angels in my life? (laughs) Hoovy is so true to life. We used to live in Arizona, and my sister would just wander off often and so one time she just wandered off into like open desert and she was three or four. Oh my god uh, <laughs> and she she also had like an adorable habit of peeing her pants and then taking her pants off and just dropping them so oh. she uh she was out there and she said she still remembers this and this guy just shows up and is like hey are you lost and she's like yeah and so he just took her hand and took her back and by this time my mom had like called the police and they didn't know where she went and he just like passed her off and then disappeared and no one knows wow. what happened with this guy. You could also say he just didn't want to be caught 
with a four-year-old with, with no pants, pants on. Down. Right. right. But also... Uh, times are different, though. You I know? think it was an angel. You know, it was Yeah. Cool. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I not have an angel story now? Everyone else in the room yeah. does. You Kevin, haven't been hoovied. I have something to tell you. What's that? I'm your angel. <laughs> no. This podcast is a miracle. Wait, what? And the podcast equipment <laughs> disappears. <laughs> it was never a and podcast. And then you float out like Just a squid. <laughs> so they go to the hospital. Uh, Landry's dad from Friday Night Lights diagnoses him. And then again, uh, kind of like the Jay-Z thing, I actually thought it was cool how they put another pop culture reference Uh-oh. in this movie uh, uh, uh-huh. to something else. Because this is Putty and Mary Swanson talking to the doctor. Can you be specific, please? There is a chance that it could send Eric into a severe coma and leave him neurologically impaired for life. There is that chance. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was cool. Like, that, that, that was so cool of them. Yeah, that, that was, was cool. really cool of them. Yeah, it was like in a meta. <sighs> um, also, right after the doctor delivers this news of, or I think they remove the tumor, and they're like, he's fine. <laughs> Patrick Warburton, the dad's first response is, so, no sports? Yeah. yeah. And they, it's like, no, your first question would be like, can he walk? Is he right, okay? You yeah. know, <laughs> he's just like, they he really can't make play sports a big deal. Lame basketball anymore. Yeah. So at this point, uh, Mr. Lindley in the movie switches to a different kind of mode of acting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes, <laughs> he does. Oh. Which I assume, you know what? I assume he probably watched a bunch of tape of the real Hoovy. He saw the real Hoovy. <laughs> doing this stuff, and he probably just like mimicked a lot of it. It did come out strange at points, though. The idea that he as an actor made a choice to do a simple Jack impression <laughs> for his thing. Oh. Right, so it was a Daniel Day-Lewis oh, situation where he did immerse himself, yeah. and he lived as Hoovy for six years before this I don't know what else he's going to do, movie. though, you know? Well, yeah, exactly. Well, I would say, just make it something... Like, if I'm the director, I would say, just make it totally physical. Don't make it cognitive that it yeah. affects his speech. Like just change that part of the movie so you don't run the risk of like yeah, being deeply offensive. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Another thing that I loved. Yes. Was oh well. First of all, why did so so? There's a moment where the doctor says, "Any blow to the head will kill you. Yeah. Like will kill the son." But the dad never bothers to tell him. I Hoobie was this. losing my mind over this. And in between. Hoovy's like slumped over a horse, like going in circles. <laughs> like you put him, like maybe don't put him on a horse Loose if a blow a to horse. the head will kill Not strapped him. In. So my my thought with that, my assumption is because it was based on true events, that it that was so weird because that's so part of weird. his recovery yeah. montage that he's just like laying limp on a horse. It's so weird and specific that it must be it true. It had to have happened. Yeah. It's Pinto. Because yeah. I don't yeah. think these guys would go in a room and be like, well, I guess let's put this. <laughs> what do yeah, farmers do with yeah. a disabled let's, son? It's too laying weird. over the horse. Straddled over the horse. Yeah. Right. Well, that, that drove me crazy. And I don't want to like pick apart you know, dumb things or whatever. But it feels really important that the dad would not tell or the doctor would tell Hoovy, yeah. if you fall or if you hit your head, you could die again. So Hoovy is operating on the premise of like, oh, can't wait to get back on the court. You just say the word, Dad. Can't wait. And he's no going one- to boxing class. He's playing bumper cars. <laughs> 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 he's getting car wrecks on purpose. Dancing. Right. He's doing trust. He's doing a lot of trust falls with everybody. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, and so and then like and they don't tell him till way later. Like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, Hoovy. Like, you can't play basketball, and that's supposed to be a devastating moment because sure. you could die. Right. Such important info. Yeah, yeah that was a real important. sitcom convention what? of like, well, yeah. I shouldn't tell him. 
I yeah. shouldn't tell him. I was like, mm, you should. So, uh, so, so then eventually he gets a little, he gets better. Mm-hmm. He gets a lot better. Was there an exciting incident where it's like overnight he got a crap ton better? He's walking on the board better. Okay. Yeah, and then using a wheelbarrow. Things I can't even Oh, the wheelbarrow thing. There was a whole story about like... Oh, yeah, because Patrick Warburton tells him like a real good youth group story about like faith is like a wheelbarrow. Yeah. No, it's not like a wheelbarrow. You never know what you're going to (laughs) get. How much can you haul in it? Irving brings a wheelbarrow and he asks the crowd, how many of you believe I can walk across this rope pushing this wheelbarrow? Whole crowd shouts, we believe, we believe. And then he asks, who will get in that wheelbarrow and go with me? Crickets. Could have heard a pin drop. Believing he could do it, that was easy. They'd seen it. Getting into that wheelbarrow and letting somebody else do the walking with no net under. That's faith. And it's more of like a faith metaphor, you know, like have faith. uh, Or, you know, faith is jumping in the wheelbarrow and like taking the risk. Uh, but it turns into literally a part of like his recovery is to, <laughs> to run a wheelbarrow on a railroad yeah, track. Yeah, and then Anne Marie, what's her name? Amber Lynn? Uh, blonde girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Amy Lynn? Amy Lynn. Amy, Amy, Amy White. Amy White. Blonde. Blondie White girl. Blondie Lynn. So she hops in the wheelbarrow as part of their like training or like rehab montage. Cute. And then he's like, Mom, Dad, I gotta, I gotta play. I know it could literally kill me, but I have to play high school basketball. <laughs> and then, and again, this is one of those moments in the movie where it's like, this is what the movie's about. But I labeled this clip, what is this movie? <laughs> Mr. Brain Tumor might be the thing that kills me, or maybe it just Mr. goes away. Brain Mr. Brain Tumor. I had to do a double But I can't control it either Mr. way. Mr. Brainwash <laughs> might kill me. <laughs> What do you always say, Dad? It's not what happens to you. It's what you do with it. Okay, that's kind of something. Something. And what do you say, Mom? What do you say, Mom? If a dream is good and true, it came from God. No! <laughs> no! Maybe Forgivable up until that point. What? This is all about. <laughs> I know you're scared, Mom. And you should I be. I am too. Because I could literally At any die. Second. Just the lightest tap. <sighs> I'm gone. <laughs> and I think God wants that too. Okay. <laughs> but I won't go against you. It's more about obedience No, they don't kiss, Caroline. <laughs> they do kiss, right? Oh, the mom? No. <laughs> Sorry. It's your life. No. It's your dream. It These are good. bad parents. The mom doesn't love the kid. She doesn't love Hoovy. If you guys were going to make up a, a saying from this movie, what would it be? I like it, so God likes it. <laughs> if you do something, then it's done. Your dream is what God always wanted for you. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think that's an interesting point, though. It's like, I think it's what God wants. I think it's what God wants is mm-hmm. a huge lot for me. Because yeah. this is what I feel like I've talked about maybe a lot recently. I don't know. But but like shying away from a lot of the Christianese 
quote unquote God's planning, Christianese being like terms that we use or like certain parlance is a phrase or language that we yeah. use when speaking to each other in the church. That, Words are like very differently weighted than they are in the normal yeah. world. Some of the phrases I, I don't like using are like, I feel like God wants or mm. the Lord put upon my heart. Yeah. XYZ. Like God is telling me this. Yeah. And again, right. and no shade to people that do. I don't feel like for me, that's not helpful or fruitful to do because I'm not going to assume or presume to know the mind and heart of God for like personal things where it's like not super clear. Yeah. Have so, you done that before? Of like I said this was God's will for me and then later I like changed and you had kind of like, oh, maybe that was my I'm trying to decision. remember. I don't know if I have, but I remember growing up that people would presume the will of God telling like, I remember one one girl telling another girl who was hearing impaired. I think I God put on my heart and I think if you pray hard enough, God's going to restore your hearing. Oh, that's and then, dangerous. of course, that did not happen. And she said, well, you didn't have faith and you didn't pray hard enough. Oh, so you see that sort of shenanigans Double devastation. I know, yeah. And I know that's like a silly basketball movie that we're talking about. <laughs> but, but that sort of thing, I feel like it's all of one piece. And you really have to be careful of like, I think God wants me to play basketball and potentially right. kill myself. If it's good and great. Well, if it's, it's good, God. it's from God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, true but then you're are you the arbiter of what's good who are you then yeah so that upset me yeah totally right Mm -hmm. right yeah do it upset you guys i don't know i I think like i think christians do that a lot and they're just making like a good decision just empirically a good decision you know or something that they want to do but you can't you know you can't rely on your own judgment you can't rely on your own heart and so you have to like sort of measure it against a biblical thing and then be like, and eh, God wants me to, so it's good, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, I feel like we had so many of these talks in our like community group uh, yeah. over the years of like, what's our will versus God's will and how do right. you make a decision and know it's God's will? Well, you can't, sometimes you just have to make the decision and like God will make it good. You know, we did this debate on and on and on and there was right. lots of yeah, balance. There was a lot of balance talk. <laughs> oh, I think it's a balance. I think it's a balance. I think it's a balance. And it is. But um, is it though? Sometimes but, it's not. Yeah, and so I think uh, I I see why you're sensitive about that, or why that can be so loaded. Of like, a lot of the time, that's just what you want to do, but you feel like I have to add this trump guard too. Of like, God wanted me to do it, well, and then I can't disagree or argue with it. I or, also think yeah. that in this movie, every, any viewer can obviously decide deduct that that's not the best option for this kid like again it's high school basketball one blow to the head will kill him the doctor explicitly tells us that but like why is it that why is basket like high school basketball that's the most important yeah thing? and everyone's like rooting for it to happen i weirdly felt like the parents were so detached from hoovy because like all the scenes the scenes were with the parents talking about money the whole time there was there wasn't a whole lot with the mom and hoovy like that's why the pyramid scheme makes more sense to me. Like, <laughs> wait, what do you mean? Like, like that she maybe doesn't care as much about Hoovy. <laughs> it just sounds bad. I mean, it's like it's like well, if you really cared about Hoovy, like why not have a real discussion about like other things you can do with your life? Yeah. Then like you know what, son, your identity doesn't lie in doing sports oh, because that's especially huge. identity. You want to talk? This identity? could have been a Billy Elliot movie, you know, uh-huh. like Hoovy. Let's try reading. Maybe that's Anything your thing. Else, you know, kind of yeah. a stationary activity. Right. Serving the homeless. Yeah. And and just one last note about 
kind of like making your life decisions God approved. I think now <laughs> there's such a weird comparison, but it just came to mind in the midst of award season, hmm. what you often see happen with movies that are just like good, fine, fun movies is people apply important social meta narratives to them to make them Oscar bait and make for it sure. something people should vote for. For example, I Tanya, which I think is like, it's fine. It's mm. good fellas on ice. It's fun. <laughs> but when Allison Janney wins a Golden Globe for it, it's like, oh no, this isn't just like a fun little, it's like, no, it's an important movie about class. It's like, right. is it? Is this really about class? <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's Goodfellas on Ice. It's just a great ice. story. <laughs> and, you know, and maybe, and maybe they were trying to, but you see that. Or like when The Revenant was gunning for those Oscars a couple years ago, yeah. all of a sudden it's not just like Jackass in the Snow starring Leonardo DiCaprio. It's like, this is a movie about the indigenous people and why it's important. Oh, no, it's right. not. Yeah. So in the same time, sometimes you're just going to make selfish decisions and do whatever you want to do. And you're going to tell people who can't, you know, refute it that it's God ordained or God blessed or God's will for your life, because then that makes it unimpeachable if it's not like biblically wrong in a moral sense, yeah. mm-hmm. even if it's <laughs> if it goes against all common sense. Exactly. As yeah. the decisions yeah. do in this movie. And every once in a while, maybe God did speak to you and tell you to do something. That happens. But we'll never know. Right. We'll nope. never yeah. know. And that's yeah. what frustrates me about <laughs> the conversation. It's just a feeling. Yeah. Right. It's just have to kind of be real about it. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, we get we get the all the inspirational sports movie beats. Um, yeah, we then get, you kind of turn in to remember the Titans with Donovan. Like, are they going to conquer their race barrier to be friends right, or something? Yeah. Are they going to kiss? <laughs> yeah. Like, and they, have a, they somehow had a, some Long cool handshake. Father, oh, yeah. By taking our gifts... I like this coach guy. He's good. Coach, skill. coach is good. Yeah, and coach was good. All in on. We pour it on like champions, leaving nothing on that court when we oh, are man. done. We say yes in French. 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 We do you have to go for number one or number we. two? Look at my we. 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 All right, all right, let's pray. Oh, let's pray. (laughs) They have a long scene, and this is like, this is when you know your base of your movie and your target audience, and the executive producer of this movie is Rick Santorum. They just have two minutes of the national anthem in this movie. Yep, (laughs) yep. Yep. Where everyone just stands up, no one kneels. Firefighter. No one Locker room talk. Check. Sports boys. (laughs) Locker room talk. (laughs) (laughs) Prayer time. USA. Stay-at-home mom. Don't you let right. her work. No, no, no pizza delivering for her. Don't you dare. <laughs> and guys, <laughs> that do, scene really bothered me. Do we have an inspirational uh, beat where the whole crowd chants the title character's name? You I bet hope your so. Ass. Guys, do we have a callback to the little emotional beat that happened between the girlfriend and the protagonist? You bet your dick we do. Hey. Hey. Be careful. Why? I've got gravitas. <laughs> I feel like... It's not what that means. Like, hear that fun. word. And- I know. It seems like it's either this is a movie about children that don't know the meaning of words, or it's a, <laughs> yes. or it's a documentary about a screenwriter who also wrote Space Cowboys, by the way, that doesn't know what Gravitas and aforementioned. <laughs> Good words. Uh, and do we have actually a pretty serious beat of recognizing your own white male privilege? 
We do. Wow. Coach, this is my shot. Mine. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Whoa. Like yeah, the big moment was him just doing a free throw. Mine. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's mine. Oh boy! All and right. Then it ends, and and then oh, again, <laughs> go back to the TED talk with Mary Swanson, and she wraps it up in another half riddle. You all should have been there when I brought him home some helmets. You to try were. <laughs> you see, the thing is, where were those helmets? Eventually. We all just have to let go and get in that wheelbarrow. Or we'll never get to the other side. So it was about the girl the whole time? She, she's because who got in. She's the real story. Ooh. Makes it possible. The wheelbarrow possible? <laughs> Believing makes it possible. Faith that. makes it real. That's what she said. I want to think that they accidentally cut out every other scene of this movie. And so it's just references <laughs> to all things we haven't seen. The assembly cut was four and a half hours yeah. long. <laughs> there was some point where they read like Confucius poems and that's right, right, right. this to each other all Let's the time. Put all of that in Guys, there. I think we should get to our final thoughts on the movie. The way this works, Tyler, we're going to give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down in the form of a holy toast mm-hmm. or a holy roast. Holy toast, we're going to send this movie to heaven where the angels are going to be toasting it wow. with some virgin champagne. Holy Roast, we're sending this movie to the pits of hell where Hoovy's going to burn forever. (laughs) So we'll start with you, Caroline. Poor Hoovy. Oh, this is tough because uh, (laughs) it's not a uh, great movie, but I really enjoyed myself watching it (laughs) and uh, talking with you guys about it. Um, And I don't know when when else I'm going to see like Kronk and Mary Swanson be married. And talk to each other, and then Hannah Montana's in my like, fanfic. Ooh. <laughs> so a lot, Kronk yeah. and Kronker. <laughs> <Kronk and Kronker>. <laughs> <laughs> no, check it out. For Amazing, it was great. Um, so on that level, it was just kind of fun to like see how that happened and what those people did with this. Uh, and I, I feel like. I don't know. I also feel a debt to the real Hoovy for whatever reason. Yes, like he had a hard knock, you know, and uh, sure he came out on top and he went to play high uh, college basketball. So maybe there is something to this <laughs> basketball thing. Um, and I think now he does like tech sales. So I, I feel Wait, like he a- does tech sales now. <laughs> Hold on. Let's talk about that for a few minutes. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. I, I feel really torn. I think I'm just going to give it a holy toast because I can. Well, you know, if you're torn, there is a third option uh. where you can put it in. The space between. <laughs> Purgatory. Purgatory. Yeah. I'm going to send him to heaven. All right. Hoovy goes in heaven. Hoovy goes to heaven, Tyler. Yeah. Or the um, good place, if you will. Hey. He goes to the good place, which is actually the bad place. Or is it the bad place? Oh, wow. Uh, Hoovy. Um, <laughs> Hoovy. It helps to say it out loud. It does. Uh, it helps to say it out loud. <laughs> I thought it was pretty well edited. Uh, too, <laughs> a little too much music mm-hmm. in every other scene. Okay. Well, there's a few original songs by the director. Is that true? Oh, is that yeah. what those were? Yeah. When he's I like, thought those were like well-known Christian I'm needle gonna drops. I'm going to be there. No. Is there? I mean, it's the longest Spotify playlist is the Hoovy soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, you know, I... I I thought I was pretty bored. I looked at my phone a lot. But the very end, mm-hmm. when they started replaying all the footage of, of the real Hoovy, cool. I got legitimately emotional wow. for some reason. I was like, this is like this is like a real story. Like I saw like 
anytime I see a video, you know, you you see a video online of like some like a kid who hears for the first time oh, or something. Yeah. Always, yeah, it's yeah. like that. That kind of stuff will always get me. And like, and seeing who the real Hoovy like try to walk and like yes. his like eye patch thing and like all this stuff, it like suddenly made it very real because the movie didn't do a good job of that. <laughs> so like, actually, like I would have just rather watched. 60 to 90 minutes of his home movies. Yeah, I would like a documentary. Yeah, of the movie. but uh, because his, his home movies. His home movies. <laughs> Get Hoovy Pass. Uh, oh, Hoovy dude, Hoovy Pass is so I worth would, it. Yeah. It's so tight. It's so tight. <laughs> but, uh, but literally, because of the emotional response that it gave me, I'm giving it a holy toast. Wow. Holy toast. That's great. I'll make it a unanimous holy no toast. Wow. I'm surprised. Based on the metric, <laughs> is it worth watching? I think a. Thousand percent, okay, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because there's some like Saving Christmas was horrible, and I felt like a chore to watch, fun to talk about, but a chore to watch. This was like kind of fun to watch, kind of fun, uh-huh. even though I I did it by myself. Um, <laughs> and this is kind of the level of quality I want us to keep reviewing in these movies, where it's like competent. Yes. And like w- like uh, competently made the and, bar is and acted. so low. I know. <laughs> I know. we're discussing it, yeah. it's competent. If people know how to make a cut. Yeah. Like. But yeah, there's nothing other than the aforementioned, which I do know the meaning of the word. <gasps> I don't know what that means. <laughs> other than those issues, there's nothing where it's like, oh, this is like a destructive idea. Other than it might perpetuate uh, an idolatry of sports in a lot of Southern families. But other than that, <laughs> actually, you know what? Maybe there are some destructive things. But that being said, I enjoyed it for a last minute pick for the, for the yeah, topic. Right. I it thought, slid in for there. For what it was. I thought we all did, did really well. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Hoovy, the title character's performance notwithstanding. Sorry, Lindley. Is going to go meet our Hoovenly father. Hoovenly father. <gasps> it's Hoovenbound. the words that like i kept thinking of on the way here was like i crammed hoovy because i had to cram it (laughs) last night like i was like studying for an exam because we found out so last minute i had to to cram it into my schedule i crammed hoovy last night we're all mad crewman hoovy mad crewman hoovy (laughs) (laughs) teenage meat noodle (laughs) but we're not the final word on this here are the final words dear listeners so you can give it a holy roast holy toast or maybe even vote it for the space between on our twitter we'll have a poll up for the next seven days so you can go to at christian fun pod on twitter and uh pokemon go to the polls great dank meme do do you think hillary is pro hoovy Hoovery Clinton. Hoovery Run. We'll be right back with a little more good Christian fun. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little 
uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. <sighs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Fun off my conversations. <laughs> Welcome back. Folks, I got a surprise for you. Oh boy. We got a new segment today. Wow. This is called Plugged In. Plugging in, plugging in. <laughs> That's what you chose. <laughs> it's so like grainy sound. Yeah, it's just <laughs> so far away. You can hear the grain. <laughs> so this is plugged in. This is the aforementioned, I know the meaning aforementioned website that Focus on the Family owns. Focus on the Family is a very conservative, evangelical uh, uh, ministry or organization, I guess. Here, here's what the website is. Plugged In is a Focus on the Family publication designed to shine a light on the world of popular entertainment while giving families the essential tools they need to understand, navigate, and impact the culture in which they live. Through our reviews, articles, and discussions, we hope to spark intellectual thought spiritual growth, and a desire to follow the command of Colossians 2.8 to see to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the basic principles of this world, rather than on Christ. So this is a website that parents use to look up movies. Mm. Primarily, <laughs> the use of it, yeah. To see if they can take their kids to it. So here's, they review everything. They review Every movie that comes out. Yeah, so like they, the Matrix 2 Fireproof. You're going to see it all. Really? Yeah. They review so they Call Me By Your Name as yeah. much as they would, you know, Inside Out. Yeah, because they have to be like, here's every single explicit thing. Oh. And just in case you didn't know, you don't take your kid. Wait, is this the one where it's measured by this is how many instances of yep. sex, violence? Yep. Oh. So here's how each review is broken down. You know how many instances of sex there are? 69? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> So here's how each review is broken down. The movie review, the positive elements, the spiritual content, the sexual content. Positive elements is one of them? <laughs> the violent content, crude or profane language, drug and alcohol content, other negative elements, and conclusion. So those are the nine metrics by which each movie, if it applies, is viewed through. Huh. So I thought because we are talking about a Christian movie, it'd be fun to see... Hey, what's plugged in saying about some other movies out there? <laughs> so I've pulled a, a few just choice paragraphs that I thought might be fun to just take in and see, oh, this is the maybe evangelical perspective on said movies. Great. So Star Wars The Last Jedi. I mm. loved this movie. Star Wars The Last Jedi. 
I'm going to read the paragraph pertaining to sexual content. <gasps> Do they think Star the porks Wars are gay? <laughs> the Last Jedi. <laughs> Maz Quintana details a particular man's exploits. Finn says he sounds like the guy can do everything. Oh, yes, he can, Maz says in a knowing sort of tone, <laughs> suggesting the two had some sort of romantic relationship. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's sexual content? They picked that up. When Ray sees a shirtless man, she gets momentarily flustered and asks if he might put a top on or something. We hear a joke about someone being naked, though that character is, in fact, almost completely covered. A seemingly female alien at a casino seems to sport several breasts augmented by her cleavage-bearing gown. What? I did not see that. It's a quick eye unplugged in. If if you got to do this unplugged in, uh, you got to be low key, kind of a freak. That's the thing. Yeah. Can you imagine the the people that don't get some of these things? Oh, remember those boobs and that Star Wars? Casino? I don't know. I don't no. think they were augmented. No, they were for sure augmented, man. Wait, but the other thing is, is there a special place in heaven for the people that are watching all these? They like movies? do the work because like, they have to look at all of those sex things, scene. Uh-huh. all of them. Do you think they like kind of do you like, think cover they... one eye and are sort of typing right. it? Right, one in? eye closed <laughs> is fine. <laughs> They describe the sounds of things a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. A knowing I'll, tone. The, I'll read the the section on crude or profane language from the movie Magic Mike XXL. Oh boy. <laughs> about well, ripe. About 125 f words <gasps> and more than 50 s words. God's name is misused at least three times. Once paired with damn. Jesus's name is abused once. Dozens of they other say profanities. They damn, but they don't say the s word. Well, they they. They exit oh, out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, dozens of other profanities, vulgarities, and slurs, including bit d- <laughs> and <laughs> was that piss or penis? Uh, it was neither. It was pussy. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. And then maybe for a little different flavor, here's the conclusion they had about Lady Bird. Oh. Lady Bird, which is my favorite movie of last year. Great family movie. <laughs> <clears throat> Moviegoers will witness a young girl exploring sex, drugs, heavy drinking, and even a bit of graphic nudity. But they'll sense her inner innocence nonetheless. They'll be beaten by the film's bombardment of F-bombs and profanities, while also being tearfully moved by strong messages praising the cleansing power of faith and the aching beauty of imperfect familial love. What? Lady Bird is its own version of scary and warm. It's both. It's composed of two diametrically opposed qualities that both leave a mark. Okay, so this guy got battered by F-words, but somehow that heart just still broke through to him and he can't resist it. So confusing. So like... Wait, the, the point that they got from the movie was like faith was redeeming? I mean, that is actually a fair point to is get it? from the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought she just like went to church a couple times because she went to Catholic school. No, but I found that spoilers for Lady Bird, kind of. I found the mm-hmm. ending scene to be sort of it. I I didn't think Lady Bird at the end of it had a hostility towards the church. Oh, okay. I thought she had, mm. even if there was an affection from a distance or a removed affection, there was still affection. It wasn't throughout Baby with the Bathwater. All right. I By the way, corrected. to uh, to get that paragraph about you know who who we are and about us, I did have to go to the website and uh, and go to the about us page, and I'm going to show you guys. <laughs> I'm going to show you guys the header image for the about us page. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh boy. 
<laughs> is everyone going to be it's able to see this somehow? All this my is dads. Amazing. It's all your dads. It's four <laughs> middle-aged white men. I think they all look like sons. Cousins. Yeah, they all look like, <laughs> yeah, they they all all look like cousins. They are in a family. <laughs> They're at like the family picnic together. Right. <laughs> um, that's really funny. But finally, I want to read. Those are the guys that are doing the work. Yeah, they're Special doing place the, in those heaven the guys. for those guys. Special place in heaven, guys. Watch and call me by heaven. your name. Come on. <laughs> those men. Just imagine that guy cross-armed <laughs> in the front row. You know what's wild about it? What's like, this about a peach? <laughs> I do feel... <laughs> oh, they talk about that peach. They call me by your name I review. guess so you're in for good dietary restrictions. <laughs> I, re- I remember from that review, they say, masturbation is implied. <gasps> Where it's like, oh, I think it's more than implied, fellas. <laughs> Like, See, this is movie? nothing. <laughs> uh, the conclusion for the aforementioned Magic Mike XXL. One evening, when the strippers are hanging out with a house full of middle-aged women, one of the ladies admits that things are going great with her husband. He will never have sex with the lights on, she says, even to their song, Brian Adams' Heaven. Ken tells the woman that her husband clearly doesn't see her radiance, both inside and out. He begins to sing Heaven to her, takes her by the hand, and leads her through a progressively more seductive gyrating dance it's not the most graphic scene in the movie not by a long shot but for me it might have been the most bothersome when ken sings heaven he steals something precious shared by this woman and her husband now when she hears the song this woman won't think of the years of love and commitment she shared with her husband this feels personal (laughs) yeah as imperfect as they might have been but of a three-minute musical seduction by a fantasy man half her age who's just in town for the night if ken thought he was saving a marriage it seems more than likely he helped end it what magic mike xxl ultimately offers is shallow escapism intended to be as sexy and tawdry as its pretty boy leads while no one shows every bit of their bits here the result feels pretty close to pornography nonetheless both physically and emotionally and it carries with it the same dangers that porn does it primes its audience for an unrealistic fantasy it elevates sex and bodily satisfaction over love and it makes it impossible for any man even Channing Tatum himself to live up to the scripted writhing ab mannequins we see on Ooh. screen. Writhing. You can't say writhing. A little t- yeah, the keyboard got a little <laughs> sweaty. Know, uh, I'm getting a little plugged oh, in over here. Oh, like, uh, side note, emotional porn for me is listening to Deliver Us from Prince of Egypt. <laughs> Shit's good. Get that me, soundtrack's fire. It's gonna I get feel me crying. Like we could do a Patreon episode in the future that breaks down the three separate soundtrack albums that came out from that movie wow there was the original with like all the songs and the score by hans then there was songs inspired by the movie then there were songs inspired by the movie nashville edition what what nashville (laughs) you're crazy we got a lot to talk about so to (laughs) me plugged in like the i don't think these people are like Stupid My Christian triggers. Like, well, who's the who's the person who's like, should I see Magic Mike? I need to <laughs> gotta look go to plug in. I gotta look <laughs> on the website. Check that, like, it's good with God. Yeah. Like, will yeah. it be right. edifying? Exactly. Yeah, and if you believe that for Magic Mike XXL and that genuinely does stumble you, I think that's fine. I just think <laughs> I I think that the culture war that's being waged feels all the more hollow when you do quantify it to. 125 F-bombs. What were you going to say? Totally. No, I, that was it. I, it looked like you had a smirk on, like you were about to explode. With I, a, I think I was just still delighted at the idea that, that you brought up that, some, <laughs> that, that like, someone's on the fence. A devout person is exactly. like, oh, let's well, check plugged in had, and make sure. Well, if they had 80- now imagine this man writing the <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm holding up the picture from the plugged in website. Oh, bless his heart. I bless think his heart. I think since they quantify it, they're like, well, if they had 50 F words, I'd see it, but 120. Totally. Yeah. That they, there's like <laughs> definitely out. some, there seems to be some boundary of like how many they can take depending yeah, on how warm yeah. the message is. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, the movie's true message is respect and appreciate women's desires, which weirdly, they do call out in the plugged in review that they say like that's good. They say a positive <laughs> element is like the men really care about like what the women. Oh my women gosh, think they about. got a lot out of the movie. Yeah, it's really so good. it's like it's not Maybe just one help thing. His it is new. After all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is his fireproof. He, <laughs> just imagine him like singing heaven to himself. Honey, come here. Come here for a second. Uh-huh. Time's running out. Come here. <laughs> So if you, the listener, have a particularly uh, fun plugged-in review that we you want us to read a section of on the yes. air, send them to us, goodchristianfun at gmail.com, and we'll join in this uh, journey to look at everything through a bummer lens, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but for now, uh, this has been Plugged In. Plugging in, plugging in. <laughs> A lot of stuff on both ends. That, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure, yeah. sure, it's sure. Like really Very tough. Nice. Very nice. But now, you know what we got to do. Speaking of plugging in, we got to do the hunt for the worst Christian song of all time, baby. <gasps> the worst. We all know the girls that I am talking to. I, uh, hate, I hate you. Oh, you Aww. hate me? Maybe. You're too mean to me. <laughs> Be nice. I don't care. <laughs> I like it. That song is like one of the most misogynist songs I've ever heard. What is actually the the little clip that was at the tail end yeah. of that stinger? It's called Mood Rings. Actually, let's just listen to all of Mood Rings right now. Oh my now. god, why am I talking about it? I shouldn't have brought it up. So um, the nominee from last week was a a little. This was in my head today. <laughs> it's catchy. It's hard for it not to be catchy, but it's a little song called "The Big M" by Less Control. It's a release, it's a release, it's a release. A release from what? Your sexual appetite? Forget it, get real. It's artificial sex. Masturbation! <laughs> it's artificial sex. Masturbation! It's artificial sex. It does sound like the theme for a uh, superhero named Masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, look, masturbation. it's masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> there he comes. Fortunately. All right. How'd this strike you, Tyler? You listen to this song. It's fascinating. I mean, like, it's a uh, it's a message, I guess. There's a message in there. Oh, you you got a message from that? Oh, uh, it's kind of like a po- poem. Can we have an adult conversation? Can we yeah. have an adult conversation? <laughs> Don't be gross. Do you concur with the song? Masturbation is artificial sex. <laughs> no comment. Really? Yeah. I also <gasps> don't have a comment. All right. Well, we're all going to plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> but not me. <laughs> That's what a good Christian does. Yeah. We don't comment okay. on things that are hard. Listen, I'm just thinking about. of the plugged in guy who's got to listen to this episode, and I don't want to give him fodder. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I hate Wait, do you think no. they'll do a review of the podcast on Plugged In? <gasps> we should submit it. 
Oh, that'd be How so many cool. Instances of on cereal, Adnan says the S word seventeen times in episode four. <laughs> oh, all right. And by the way, I think he did it. <laughs> yes, they're also very positive elements. Sarah Koenig seems to really care about it. <laughs> it is fun. I love the idea that they're doing that, and then the very end, a very good analysis of the film, like, yeah, like a, spot a very on. thoughtful. Again, they're not like totally bad writers. They're There's like, like film, some. Thought, they're probably film yeah. lovers. You know, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, but overall, well, just musically, lyrically, how did the song strike you, Tyler? Oh, it, it, it's it weirdly seemed to be a little. I think maybe counterintuitive for its in, in, its intended purpose because I, I I imagine myself falling asleep tonight and I'm laying in bed. I'm hearing masturbation, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, oh. that's a thing that. <laughs> That's you on my just, mind. You can make it your alarm on your iPhone. <laughs> right. But it's like, it feels like they're emphasis, they're, if you're going to scream a word, you should maybe scream the thing that you like want to. Yeah, it should have be, been, be don't do it. Thing. Yeah, like, like don't, you don't you do a tug. Don't you do a tug. They should have screamed. <laughs> don't you do a tug. Right. <laughs> All right. All right. That's so funny. Yeah, because then not only do they scream the word, but then they're like, it's artificial sex, which is like, pretty cool right it's kind of a free pass <laughs> yeah you're like it is so well, you're, yeah shoot i didn't want to do it before but <laughs> dang oh wait so you you think that's like an attractional point that they uh <laughs> yeah they're like, it's, it's artificial sex yeah. who cares oh uh, truth be told i have a friend who uh had never done that before but then heard a talk in youth group about it and the speaker was saying you know like how good it felt and all this stuff and then saying you know it's a sin or whatever but that's like I mean, I feel like that Why is... Why he started. I think... I, oh. And I would assume for a lot of our listeners, that has to be... I, I don't want to misuse the word trigger, but that might have been an inciting incident, is like <laughs> his religious leaders and people in positions of, of authority saying like, it's so good, but it's wrong. <laughs> right. It's not as pretty good. But... Like going into it. Yeah. And then like... And you really have to... I mean, depending on what your intent is, like... With with sexual stuff, whether it be talking about like in things that are not gray at all about how we feel, but like stuff like sexual abuse or rape culture or things where it's like we can agree or disagree, like masturbation mm. stuff, like just be careful about the tone that you that you don't frame it in a way sure, where it's yeah. like accidentally uh titillating to someone. Yeah. Like just or like traumatically sounds so gross and bad that right. that that's mixed in there now. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. So, on that note, <laughs> I think it's time for us to listen to our nominee for this week. Caroline, Tyler, I'm texting you the lyrics right now because you might need them. So look on your phones. This is a song called, I La God. <laughs> I-L-U-H God. I love God. This is a recent song. By Erica yes. Campbell. And this nomination was sent in by Adam Jones. Thank you for the nomination, Adam. Thank you, Adam. This is I Love God. Here we go. I love God. You love God. What's wrong with you? Oh, man. I love God. You love God. What's wrong with you? Why is it sexy? Yes. Give them to me every day. Oh, I'm forgiving, I'm forgiving. Hey. 
mine is I've never seen her enjoy anything on this show more. <laughs> you don't love God. What's wrong with you? I love God. You love God. What's wrong with you? Okay. Love him, I love him. Love him, I love him. Ooh. Love him, I love him. Is this Drake? Love him, I love him, Excuse love him. me. No, this love isn't him, Drake. Him, love this love is love Big Shiz. <laughs> <laughs> it's the rapper's name. Either one of the two. Big Shiz. You ain't got the money moving by yourself. I don't get these lyrics. You know you did it with a lot of him. You know it's right, I think we've heard enough of it. Oh my gosh. I love God. I love this song. There's a pretty fun music video, too. too. Oh, really? Oh, I was wondering about that. Oh, yeah. Oh man! A lot of twerking. Love him, I love him. If Nicki Minaj oh. did a Christian song. So this song came out not that long ago. This is the most recent worst Christian song of all time. Oh, yeah, done. This came out in 2015, <laughs> and it is something that uh, is an up and coming music genre called trap gospel. Trap wow. gospel. Oh my gosh, I'm in love with it. <laughs> Uh, although apparently it's caused a little controversy. People say the song sounds too secular, which feels racist in its undertones. Of course. It, yeah. Welcome to Christian music. It's a ripoff of everything yeah, secular. Yeah. Uh, in the course of the song, this is from the Wikipedia page, Campbell seems to call out the very voices and messages that are traditionally associated with trap beat. You ain't got the money moving by yourself. And you know, you did with a lot of help. You know, it's only one. It ain't anybody else. The lines immediately recall Drake's All Me featuring Big Sean and 2 Chains. Interesting. Yeah. So there's there's a lot going on here. Hmm. So she loved God. I think the person nominated this because it seems so casual. But tell you what, it was a good song. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I mean, this it, <laughs> it's a good sound, moment right? One. I love. Oh, it's great. Uh, and, Let's hear it again. <laughs> yeah, bring it back, please. And I love it, even though I was just talking about it. Tyler, thoughts? Oh. Um, I love the song. <laughs> I, I, wow. So, <laughs> I'm adding this to my playlist right now. What's wrong with you? I love this. Is a new genre that's so fascinating. I mean, there's been Christian rap for a long time. Yeah, this scene, this that is, wasn't Toby Matt, you know, mm-hmm. right? This is this is the kind of music I like anyway. Yeah, the sound. So I'm excited for this Ooh. burgeoning. New kind of love thing. it. I wanted to thrive. Let's protect it. <laughs> Make it bigger. There's a whole playlist for I Love God. Woo. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, the bridge. You wanted me to fall. You remember? I do. I do. You could have lost it all. You remember? I do. I do. Now, what could you fill you up? What could you fill you up? Oh, we got you covered. Protect us from it all. That's what makes me love him with capital H. I don't need a reason to fall on my knees and tell him how I feel in my heart and let him know I love God. Mm-hmm. You love God? You don't love God. What's wrong with you? I love that. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Because it, 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 it does. Not? I will say one thing is the chorus is aggressive. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If you were on the fence, it's kind of like, well, hey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to non-Christians, it says, what's wrong with you? <laughs> what's wrong with you? It's <laughs> uh, great. But it's an undeniable beat. Yeah. It's undeniable. Wow, let's get more Erica. Well, we do an episode on her. This feels like we've walked into a you don't have the right to remain silent. <laughs> yeah, this has turned into a this is the best song ever. <laughs> yep. So I guess we gotta we gotta keep Oh dang it. Uh, you know what? Has like, this been 
is how long has it been? This is just the second okay, week. Okay, okay. So next week will be the third. Right. I Let's think hope in twenty eighteen. Worse. In That's tw- the unfortunate thing we've done in setting up this game for ourselves. <laughs> is we have to keep listening to these well, horrible you know songs. We can do an amendment. We can do an amendment if we want. If, we did make it up. We did make it up. We continue to. Oh, mm-hmm. how about if because we're all voting Big M is worse than this song. How about yeah. if the Big M wins five weeks in a row that we then retire it? Love that. But it's yeah. got to be five. I mean, then Five's you have a, a Hall lot. of Fame in a year of like, yeah. Well, what we do have kind worst? of a Hall of Famer with Mood Rings a little bit. That was there for a long time. If we got all three right. Hall of Famers, it's cartoons, Mood Rings, and <laughs> maybe M. soon to be the Big M. Yeah. All right. Good. Well, I love God and I love the song. And if you don't, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? <laughs> you, don't, you are. Yeah, you have many problems. What's wrong <laughs> with you? Okay, Yay. guys. Let's bring it down. Let's get into, you know what? Let's get into our good place. Wait. Right now. Wait. <laughs> oh, you can get into yours too. It's okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're here. Let's just take a moment and reflect on what we learned tonight. What Hoovy taught us. Hoovy's good words. And yeah, let's just let that marinate and. Resonate with that and piggyback off each other, right? Digest now. it. Mm-hmm. Father, the son, and the hoovy ghost. Masticate, <laughs> masticate, mastication. It's just a song about chewing. Mastication. Mastication. <laughs> it's a or release. you will choke. <laughs> now, Tyler, on other podcast people plug themselves and their projects and promote their own, you know, they try to prove themselves by their own works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where our identity not, lies. Well, we're not here to do that. Right, you're right. You're not right. about your pride. No, we're, no, no. We're here to lift things up. Oh. Yeah. We're here to lift it up. And by lift it up, I mean lift up your own projects and social oh. media handles. And maybe if you got something, something you're enjoying in secular culture right now. Yeah. So we'll start with you, Caroline. Um, hi, guys. Hey. Hey. It's been a real week. Uh, you can please, please lift me up. At Totem Spirit Wolf uh, on Twitter and Instagram, if you want more hot Caroline action, I I wouldn't frame it like it's that. It's tepid at best, okay. uh, and <laughs> lukewarm Caroline action. <laughs> Spit me out. Um, and this week, I would like to be lifting up actually an episode of This American Life that I listened to. Act one. Uh, <laughs> and it's called The Chip in My Brain. And it is about, um, it's a true story of this kid who had like a basketball mentor who turned out to be like a really fundamentalist Christian, but even like further than that, like believe. And his name was Hoovy. Hoovy <laughs> 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 part two. Um, part and, two and kind of uh, gave him a lot of like rapture fear and told him that the Illuminati might oh. be real and like demons are everywhere. And some of it actually kind of hit home for me, not that I got it that intensely, but like that fear that you get from the spiritual world or like these elements beyond your control. Um, So I thought listeners might enjoy that if you came from that background or just are curious about it. It was really well done and really fascinating um, and ultimately really redeeming. Mm. So lift that up. The chip in my brain by This American Life. You know what? Ira Glass has some pretty 
he's an atheist, but he has very right. compassionate things to say about telling stories about nice. Christians. Yes, he, yeah. he did an interview with the Relevant podcast that I thought was very, oh, cool. very sweet and touching. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was like an indictment of Christianity, but anyway, it was just more about yeah, one guy. I feel guy. like they're pretty even killed. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, yeah. lifting that up. Enjoy. Sure. Be lifting, lift, lift up, Ira. He's out in the town. He's a single he man now. Well, he is an atheist, as you said. So yeah. yeah. What? Come on. Well, really, be lifting. What? You can have Come any on. woman he wants. <laughs> I don't know if I. I love the idea of Hourglass like cruise in L.A. <laughs> in a convertible. Wait, you don't think Hourglass ain't? He's getting Ira ass. Oh, that is, yeah, that's good. I think that's good. Actually, that's good. Getting Ira. Ass. All right, we should stop. <laughs> Act one. Tyler, what would you like to lift up? Drop it like a tot. <laughs> Act two. Back dead ass up. Act three. It's just like a rap fan. <laughs> it's nice against this. Pay me what you owe me. Right. <laughs> you can find my presence mm. at Tyler Stracely Instagram. Can you spell that? Oh, yeah. At... Tyler Stracely, T-Y-L-E-R-S-T-R-A-E-S-S-L-E. Oh, yeah. A couple of stray vowels and consonants in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's Instagram. No I tweets. I rarely tweet. Okay. But if I do tweet, it's at Tyler, or it's at T-A Stracely. You know what which, you should which do? I'm getting into it this year. What you should do because For the first time. you're a Christian yes. is you should have your Twitter name be Tyler the Created. <gasps> That's very humble, also. Yeah. <laughs> the creative. That's good. Um, wow. I'm saving that for the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> it paid off. Thank you. Thank you. Um, what would I like to lift up? One thing I'd really like to lift up are, in general, horror movies, mm-hmm. which I greatly enjoy. And I'd also, you know, part of that is Get Out. Get Out. Get Out. I would like that to win awards. I would like more. More to come from the Conjuring Extended Universe. I enjoy that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of lifting up that that 2018 will be just full of fresh, new, good horror movies. Yes. I'm lifting up that I hope uh, white pastors see that movie and miss the point and misuse it as sermon examples. Like, without God, we're all in the sunken place. <laughs> Like, no, Pastor Jonathan, that's not... Well, no, the hell's a sunken place. Sin is a sunken place. I Uh, mean, kind of. I guess. All right, those are good Uh, plugs. Yeah, and then my last thing is, of course, just The Good Place. Your episode just aired. My episode just aired. What's the name of it? You can watch on Hulu. Thank you. It's called Best Self. Yes, you can watch it on Hulu. What's the joke you're most proud of in that episode? So in that episode, Michael... uh, architect of the universe uh is gifted a box by the humans mm-hmm. called uh, a human starter kit so mm-hmm. it's just a box of little trinkets because he loves he's so delighted by little things that oh, yeah, are right. human he, like collects paper yeah clips so yeah so inside of that is car keys so he can lose them oh. a dr oz diet book <laughs> uh and then uh what else is it band-aids because humans are fragile there's just a, a big variety of things that he gets so excited about that are just very mundane, and Ted Danson is just adorable. I love so, that. So that's, that's an a, adorable man. a real fun part of the episode. Oh, it's a very sweet episode. Can't also. wait to see that. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So watch The Good Place, guys. Yeah. And you can follow me at Kevin T. Porter. I, I don't I want to lift that up uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, be lift up my stories. Um, be lift up my posts, too. Get those... <laughs> Get those like and comment ratios up. and um, Engagement. Yeah, just a lot of engagement. Um, I want to lift up... Okay, just real quick. A couple nights ago, I went and saw Jumanji colon Welcome to the Jungle. Oh. And I walked out after 45 <gasps> minutes because it was so, like, like uh, insanely, maddeningly mediocre and dull. Mm. Oh. So I left with my friend, and I was so mad. I was so mad because I was like, the night's gone. We, all the other movies, the showtimes are, it's busted. It's a busted night. And I was already a little bummed out because of other stuff going on. And we get home, and I'm like, you know what? Paddington 2 out, is out in theaters, but I haven't seen Paddington 1. Let's, let's throw that on the Netflix. Let's take a watch. And... I couldn't believe this movie. It was so good. If you've been sleeping on Paddington, don't do it. It is on wow. Netflix right now, streaming the first one. Watch Hoovy, then watch Paddington. Watch, yeah. Hoovy first. Make it a Hoovy Patty night. Do a double feature. <laughs> Perfect pairing. Paddington 2 is also getting, has 100% on Rotten Great reviews. I 100% believe yeah. that that's it, true. Guys, what did we do? Paddington is goodness he represents the marginalized he represents the immigrant he is so sweet freaking ben winshaw everyone in that movie's perfect it looks perfect my friend and i were crying throughout the movie oh (laughs) wow it is crazy how good it is we've been sending gifts to each other all week so So go see paddington like maybe just forgiveness for us for Passing on the Paddington. We've sinned. Yeah, Yeah, and you've sinned against Paddington. So ask for forgiveness (laughs) from God. For sure, for sure. But you know what? Ask him from Paddington because he's going to forgive you immediately. That's the kind of little dude he is. And then go see Paddington too, which I'm sure will be my uh, thing I left up next week. Uh, Can I go with you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think we're going tomorrow. Come with. All right. Uh, and we'll use our Hoovy pass to see it. Oh, yeah. And then, that of course, gets you into any Hoovy, yeah. which is one. And then uh, <laughs> you can check me out on my other podcast, um, my mistress podcast, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel Coys. Yes. I host with friends of the show, Alice Wetterlin. So great. Coming out every Monday for the next couple of weeks. Which if, my mom got concerned about and thought that you had replaced me on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Penny Chick saw a picture of me and Allison said, <laughs> uh, uh, She called me. It was <laughs> so nice. Called? Yeah. She was so, like, I don't want to find out these things on the internet. Uh, this is a Kelly Ripa situation. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. I thought it was very kind. That is kind. Yeah. But you can also lift up the show at Christian Fun Pod on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash Christian Fun Pod. You can leave us a review on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. And every review you leave, we're going to donate a dollar to Covenant House California, our charity for this month and last month. You can also please email us at Good Christian Fun for your worst Christian song of all time nominees, topic suggestions, or even, you know, send your hate mail. Or send your gifts. Don't send your hate mail, guys. That was J.K. Rowling. Yeah, compliments are better. <laughs> compliments are, let's all be kind to each Physical other. Physical compliments preferred. Because you yes, know what? That's what matters. You know who gives good compliments is Paddington. Oh, gosh. He gives the best compliments. <laughs> he loves everybody. I put through a specific. He's pure of heart. Yes, and he, yeah, it's not just compliments for anybody. And, uh, and you can listen to every song that we play on the show, Trap, Gospel, or Otherwise, on our Good Christian Fun Spotify playlist. And special plug for this week, 
we have two wonderful listeners that got on Facebook and they actually, these, <laughs> these two listeners made separate groups, but they've since merged them and they've made a Facebook discussion group for the yeah. podcast called Good Christian oh. Fans. So, so we if want you feel like you have more to talk about or just want to talk about with the general community of other Christian things from your past or a discussion about the episode, I guess you can do it here. Yeah. So it's so nice of them to great. start that. Yeah. yeah. So there's a few people in there, but it's a good way to connect and build community. So shouts out to Katie and Rachel. Yeah. And we'll link that on our that. website and on our own Facebook so mm-hmm. you can find and it. You can really find the easy. show notes. Caroline are in there lurking around. Well, we yeah, might, we're there. We might condescend and comment on a poster <laughs> too, every it's now my and first again. time moderating be <laughs> gentle uh, but yeah we may we may get in there yeah so that's good Christian fans fans of the podcast one of us on Facebook join it check it out community that's our community group <laughs> see we are pastors Caroline it's all coming together that's right and I have no plan. idea what that was the plan all along yeah yeah small <laughs> We're not recording anymore. Church plant. Did you say drink the blood? It's a church plant. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry. But we hear what we want to hear. Tyler, thank you so much for thank joining you us so on the much. podcast. What a great guest. Thanks for going on this very hooving I appreci- yeah, journey Yeah, oh yeah, Hoovy be with both of you. Oh, hey, honestly. No, to you. It's, oh, yes. Hoovy, and he is Hoovy indeed. He is <laughs> And all of Pod's people said, so sorry that joke but say it out loud you'll know what we're feeling (laughs) guys let's go out with an undeniable banger of a song i love god you love god what's wrong with you see christian music's good (laughs) i love god you love god what's wrong with you see you next week guys bye I was thinking the other day, what if claymation cartoons got saved? Next week on GCF, we're watching Davy and Goliath, specifically the episode The Family of God, which you can find in its entirety on YouTube. That was a HeadGum Podcast.